Previously on Lonely Boys. Mrs. Humphrey, I'm Dr. Keller. It was a drug overdose, but it wasn't severe. We have her on fluids right now, but her liver and kidneys look fine. Ah. Uh. <laughs> what now? Did Lily just take a sip of water? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, she... Lily, the doctor's talking <laughs> to you. Put the water, <laughs> yeah, put put the water down. Stop chugging. I'm thirsty. Hydration is important. Okay. Well, anyway... Well, she's stable, so as soon as she wakes up, we'll have to discharge her. I was wondering if you want to discuss a place for her recovery. I understand your family has good experience with the Ashraf Center. Well, she's not a drug addict. She didn't mean to harm herself. This was all sort of a stupid mistake. And as you said yourself, it wasn't severe. The amount ingested isn't what worries me. In addition to the painkillers and sleeping pills, we found nortrip... Um, you know, I'm a doctor, but I can't pronounce these drugs. Nortriptyline <laughs> in her motel room. Is that, it, that's correct, yes. That's, <laughs> it's an antidepressant, but taken in conjunction with other medications, it can be fatal. Was oh. your daughter battling depression? No. So we're aware of. I'll give you I can't a, believe you say that. Why oh. are you undermining me in front of the doctor? <laughs> we don't know. Maybe she's depressed. Um, I'll give you two bickering bozos a minute. I think we should send her to the Oscar I think you're full of shit. Hey, Upper East Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys podcast. My name is Matt. I'm one of your titular Lonely Boys, and I'm here to break down season four, episode 11, the mid-season finale of Gossip Girl, The Townie. But I'm not here by myself. I am with someone who has uh, just gotten back from his holiday business trip in the Connecticut suburbs. It's Brendan Ruppel. Hello. I'm, of course, your co-host of the Creepy Uncle Podcasting, a.k.a. Uncle Cream. Hi, did a little cremation. Recording live, as always, from the crematorium. I'm your editor-in-chief here at Cream Weekly, Dr. Officer Cream, reporting for duty. Oh, Cream, yes, Cream. Cream, yes, Cream. <laughs> of course. Of course, and, uh, I forget. Um, <laughs> Got a salute. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure our guests are very happy to see that your introduction has gotten even longer since. since the yes, last time. yes, maybe one or two editions. Yeah, I know you're always you're always struggling in the writers' room trying to come up with more ways to introduce yourself. It's how you spend most of your time. Yeah, some say I could pick just one or maybe none of those, but I just add them all. Yeah, yeah, you have to. One yeah. of them's going to stick eventually. Yeah. Um, as I alluded to, Brendan, we have not one but two guests. Wow. I didn't even I, realize. I was waiting for. I, I was waiting for your reaction. I thought we just started inviting people to listen in on a, on a record <laughs> from now on. No, no. And these are returning guests. We have. Uh, it's been a while since we've added uh, guests to the the two timers club. We've mm. been adding a lot to the three and four timers club, but <laughs> finally we we've added some added some more wow, guests finally. to two timers. Yeah, and and they're very they're very good guests. Of course, you remember them from having a, a Gossip Girl podcast of their own, and now they uh, they spend th- their time recapping uh friday night lights and pretty little liars in podcast form please welcome back to the podcast from the total betty podcast network it's listen michelle what's up guys hey hey. love that intro hi i admire you guys you are guys are just so fluid and fast and i just <laughs> wow. wish i could speak the way you guys speak they so. it's long island <laughs> they talk like long before. islanders yeah but yeah. like <laughs> i would stumble over my words it's just Awesome. We do a lot. We do a lot. I know, um, but I, I guess there's some magical editing on my side. That yeah, Brendan. I know out. you're you're also hard at work in the editor room, really yeah. just <laughs> making us sound like geniuses whenever these <laughs> whenever these podcasts go it's out. It's true. It's magic. No, no awkward pauses. No mistakes at all. Nope, they, no mistakes. Yeah, it's great. Well, like I said, very happy to have you guys back, and for such a great episode of the show. <sighs> I know. As soon as you said we could come back, and you gave us the list, I was like, no. 
this is the episode. <laughs> yes. This is the episode. Yeah. I was happy Ugh. when you said you wanted to come back on for season four, and then I was happy that this episode was still available, because I knew it would be perfect for us to, to break down. So good. I, I mean, I don't want to spoil my thoughts too early, but this is kind of what I've been waiting for all season long. Is that yeah. all yes. show long? I'll show, I'll show long. I'm still waiting yeah. for that. Um, but yeah, this is um, this is something. Yeah, this was this is great. A lot of stuff going on in this episode, and of course, we'll we'll get to it. But uh, listen, Michelle, as I mentioned, you're returning guest. Have you been watching any Gossip Girl since the last time we spoke, or or have you just been watching your your Friday Night Lights and Pretty Little Liars? Yeah, if that, because I was just on my honeymoon, so I don't really remember where we left last left off. But uh, we watched uh, Gossip Girl the reboot, but we haven't yes. watched any of the OG in a while. Yes. Yeah, the the, no. the now canceled Gossip Girl reboot. Yes, it's so it's fine yeah. to be canceled. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. That's what I've heard. It's and okay. we'll get to that eventually, probably. But this episode yeah. like reignited everything. I was like, oh my gosh. Gossip yeah. Girl is one. good. What exactly? <laughs> oh, and I've been, in my opinion, it has. It's been on like a a, a dad trodden couple I episodes. I was recently, so I was they're lucky how, they had this. They're starting to lose me. Yeah. I really liked the last episode a lot more than you did. I liked the last couple of episodes more than you did. I just love the Juliet Sharp era in general. So when she's yeah. around being crazy, it's it's uh, it's, it's always that good she's able me. to be good for so long because usually these new characters that come into the middle part of a, se- a season just kind of get thrown away quickly, or they're there for way too long and they suck the whole time yeah. like any of serena's old boyfriends are usually <laughs> awful and they're there for so so long and it, I, it turns out there's like actually four episodes but it feels like a whole season um, but juliet <laughs> yeah. has been here for so long now and she's welcome in my opinion yeah Absolutely. well uh, hate to break it to you but we'll never see her again so okay she's going to the oil rig with uh, with carter she's she just got a new position oh, on the oil that's rig with i didn't see that happening today yeah, it's unfortunate. The Juliet Sharp era is over. Cause so I was we're left with her much- brother? He's oh, in. So she's out. And you know what? You you just mentioning about Serena's boyfriends who maybe stay around too long. Oh, <laughs> I, got, I got some more Ben news for yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had lots of words about Ben Donovan. Yeah. I'll tell they you that. Us, they gave us the, the wrong sibling. I, yes. I love Juliet. I, mean, I don't care There, were, so there are times in this season where I thought we were going to be done with him. Like I mean, maybe like ten episodes ago, I was like, "Oh, well, that's that's the end of Ben." <laughs> nope, don't worry, he's he's still here. Um, unfortunately, he won't be able to beat up uh, the captain anymore because it looks like he's he'll be getting out of jail. He's soon, nice but... now. Like, how did he become nice? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's just let's get into the episode, Brendan. It's it's your time to shine here. The title of this episode is "The Townie," and I, I don't want to, you know put too much pressure on you but you've gotten oh. three out of the last four correct after going over six I, to start I, the season I, I know this one okay do you know what this is referencing the town brendan this episode title is based off the 2010 movie the town wow you're now four of your last five you're you're back in this brendan you might just get to 500 after all you are four for 11 on the season i don't know if you noticed the pause but i was trying to think of a joke that was like is there like is there a movie called like the city or the country but I don't think there is, so I didn't say it. And now here we are. Well, thanks for bringing it up now that you were. That <laughs> <laughs> there's a thought process. That was what the pause was for. Oh, I thought you were just pausing for dramatic tension. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. You. <laughs> and apparently uh, Blake Lively starred in the movie The Town, which the episode is named after. I had after. no idea. Yeah, I had never seen this one, but they've been doing that a lot recently. Yeah, that makes I more sense. I like that. It. Yeah. Um, what else did they do? Easy, Easy J, of course, with uh, 
that Penn Badgley was in EZA. Yep. They just did another uh, yeah. one recently that I can't remember, but tr- trust me, they've been doing it. I trust you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, original air date, December 6, 2010. This is the mid-season finale of the show, and we start right into it with Dan and Blair on their mission, walking through the park, coffees in hand, going over the facts. Uh, we don't get a previously on in this episode, so instead we just get Dan like recapping the last couple of episodes mm-hmm. yeah, for us. Much. Yeah, and uh, and so we, we know that, that Jenny has enlisted Vanessa and – or. Uh, Juliet enlisted Vanessa and Jenny to mess with Blair, but we still don't know why. And uh, Blair points out that you can't just show up to a masquerade ball and not expect at least one social climbing doppelganger to try and impersonate you, which is exactly what I was saying last <laughs> week, which is why I don't I don't get how this worked in the first place. Yeah, I'm glad at least the characters understand that that's yeah, what Blair, happens every time. Blair's like, I should have seen this coming a mile away. Like, this happens every season. Why do we keep throwing masquerade balls? This is true. This is true. <laughs> The rule, the number one rule of Gossip Girl is if you throw a masquerade ball, someone is going to pretend to be Serena and kiss a bunch of guys. There it is. <laughs> you got it. It's me every time. <laughs> so, uh, Dan also is uh, going over how Juliet dressed up like Serena to take a picture of herself doing coke. And Blair's like, yeah, that sucks. But, you know, we've done worse. It's fine. It's fine. We can't, can't get on her too badly for it that one. Blair done. I didn't know Blair was a drugger. Yeah, no, I mean, she hasn't done... I mean, I get... No, I think she means, like, she like has... the group as a whole? Yeah, and she's, okay. like, set people up worse than Julia oh, has, okay, has okay. done. And uh, they still can't understand why she's doing this. They're like, is it Colin, Nate, Hamilton House? None of it explains why Juliet would take it so far. And uh, Blair has a theory that the only motive powerful enough to fuel a gaslighting that, like this is retribution. And, you know, Blair really knows her stuff. They just have to figure out what the rep- retribution is for now. Yep. Which I didn't think they would ever tell us. Knowing these writers, I was like, well, they're just going to... I think we had been saying it for the past few episodes. Like, they're, they're not going to tell us why, like, what her motive was. And I wouldn't be surprised if they just never did. So them saying this at the start of the episode, like, oh, wait, we're really going to get it? How pissed would you have been if Juliet was just like, all right, bye, guys. <laughs> Part of me thought that was going to happen, too, at the end. They were just going to lob it up there to just then slam it down. But um, I, there's, there's some motive. We did it. We did Thank it. Thank God. They completed a plot arc. Yes. Yes. Um... Eric and Serena are here. Uh, Eric keeps telling Serena how proud he is of her. So is mom, even though uh, Lily is not here. Uh, because Lily's off with Chuck talking to the press and doing some damage control for Bass Industries. Uh, good that she has her priorities in order. And uh, Serena asks Eric to try and keep Lily honest about uh, what's going on here. Uh, why she's in the Ostroff Center. Uh, not like with Eric, how they just kind of tried to sweep it under the rug and say that uh, he was going to all those Marlins games in, in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I love. They have to insert the Bart Bass getting him yes. the jersey. Yes, yes. One of the one of the callbacks they love they love bringing up. Uh, he he tells Serena that it would look great on her. I think we should have a when we have our Lonely Boys live episode. All the guests could wear Marlins jerseys. That'll be I our official uniform. Yeah. Cute, yes. cute. I Either love that, Jazz Chisholm Jr. I was gonna, yeah. Either that or any of the uh, insane Rufus Chili merch that you've created, Brendan. Yeah, I can't remember what I know. There's underwear somewhere. I don't know if you've uh, put those into circulation yet. But. Uh, yeah, I'm still looking to see if the, if, uh, the shop lets us do uh, underwear. <laughs> um, so Dan and Blair are trying to visit Serena. Uh, Blair's pissed. They're telling her no visitors. And she's like, I don't think you know who we are. <laughs> and it's like, okay, speak for yourself, Blair. I'm family. And he starts rambling about how he's uh, Serena's stepbrother, which he doesn't like to bring up because they pretty recently date. <laughs> it's like, <"Dan>, <laughs> so shut icky. up. <laughs> shut, stop telling this poor front desk lady. About how, how well, are they the first people ever to be turned away from the Ostrov Center? Yeah. 
<laughs> Famously, the place that's the easiest place in town to like sneak into. <laughs> they they just try to go in the old fashioned way for whatever reason. Can you guys remind me of something? Now, obviously, I didn't I didn't do my homework and I didn't watch the episode prior. But what's happening with Dan and Serena? With oh, with Dan and Serena, right? Yeah. So are they on? Been, are they off? Yeah. Here? So we've we've just kind of finished the era where. Uh, Serena is doing the whole should I go with Nate or Dan thing oh, for the God, that one. Okay. She's been doing it like every for years. Yeah. yeah, well for years yeah. also, but like as of recently, like sometimes she does it, and sometimes she doesn't. Sometimes and she's so, talking with her professor. Yeah, okay. I had Dan a feeling. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so last last episode when uh, Serena was uh, gaslit, as is the title of the episode, and it's trying to remember what happened. Dan comes in and he's like. Well, so what do you remember? And Serena's like, the only thing I know for sure is that I came to that masquerade ball for you, Dan, and no one else, and I just wanted to kiss you. And Dan's like, all right, great. Right. That's all I need to hear. Now we'll yeah. sneak you out. Like, oh, also, are you, are you okay, by the way? I forgot to ask that part. <laughs> okay. Thank you for ca- getting yeah. me up to speed, yeah. because it could have been any time she wanted yeah, to choose exactly. Nate over Dan. So, exactly. <laughs> uh, luckily, luckily, Nate has uh, Serena off his plate this episode, because uh, Nate going back and forth with his parents is like a full-time <laughs> job for him. <laughs> That's so Why sad. Why is this his job? Yeah. This poor kid. The poor, he's just messenger boy between the parents. <laughs> yes. It's like, don't worry, I'll talk to dad. All right, don't worry, I'll talk to oh, mom. Oh, wait, mom, dad fucked up. Like, oh, wait, he didn't fuck up? All right, I'll go tell him. I, like, just... <laughs> just running back and forth between the house and the prison. Why don't they just talk? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <sighs> so Dan is... Uh, well, Eric comes down and he tells him, he's like, listen, you guys can't come. Uh, she's They took her phone, 72 hours, no contact. That includes me, Lily, you guys. And Dan's like, listen, Serena doesn't need to be here. Like, this was all Juliet. And so Eric says, whatever insane series of events got her here, she's here now and she's getting the help that she's probably needed for a long time. Uh, so whatever they're doing, they have to do it without Serena. And yeah, it is good that Serena is, like, getting this treatment that she probably has needed. But I do think that someone should tell Serena that Juliet was behind everything so she doesn't think that she's a crazy person. Yeah. Yeah, that would help, I would think. Luckily, it's going to be Juliet herself that ends up telling her because Juliet's just able to sneak into the Ostrom Because she doesn't no bother with the front desk. She just goes yeah. in like everybody else does. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> I need a layout of the Ostrov Center to see how it's so easy to sneak in and out. <laughs> I think Trina just has like a door on the outside that connects she to her room. She must. She has a back door that no one knows about. Um, Mrs. Captain is still here, unfortunately. Uh, she's Wait, I have gotten... a joke quick. Okay, I think, yep. I think uh, Ben knows where her back door is. Yep, there it is. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Saw that one coming. Just didn't know which, which yeah, person you were going to use. Yeah. Gonna, use. Um, Lily has a, or Lily has given Anne like a handwritten note telling her that uh, she hopes she understands she's not invited to the holiday party, and it's like, oh man, I thought Mean Girls got nicer when they grew up, but uh, no, that that is not that is not the case according to Anne, and Nate has like really reversed Anne's opinion on the family so much in like a day, and now as we mentioned, he's gonna bring her down again. He's like, yeah, uh, about that. Uh, the captain kind of is uh, leasing a house outside of the city. And I was confused as to what happened, uh, what was happening, but uh, she, Anne explains it. She's like, oh, so he's using our address to get parole and then my money to get a house to move away. So she thinks it's the same old Howard. Uh, and she's clearly not surprised because she's still acting as robotic as ever, as, as she mm. does in, in every appearance. She's so she lame. Archie. She's like <laughs> vanilla bread. She vanilla white bread. She is. She has never shown any emotion. She's like, ah, yes, you're, my husband is screwing me over again. Ah, all right. <laughs> well, well, it's probably, she looks like she's like 
I don't know, 25 to me. (laughs) She probably has a lot of Botox and things. (laughs) Not not the actor, but the character. Okay, 100%. She probably can't show a lot of emotion, you know? Fair enough. And this is the first time of many where Nate's like, all right, don't worry. I got us into this mess. I'll get us out of it. To the prison. I've got this. Don't worry, Mom. I I don't know why he thinks this is his mess. The dad is in prison. It's It's not Nate's fault. I don't know why he, like, cares. Like, it's clear that his mom does not really care about his dad anymore. But Nate's like, my parents have to be together if it's the last thing I do. I cannot have right. two parents that are not yeah, together. She seems pretty indifferent. Like, when she, when he yeah. breaks the news yeah. to her, she's like, yeah, I expected that. Oh, well, guess we'll get divorced. Yeah. <laughs> like, doesn't really care at all. <laughs> right. But Nate's it's like, no, 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 my parents need to be no. together. Mom, you love him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you love him, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, Dan and Blair reconvene in her room. And Blair's like, listen, we can't wait three days. Who knows how far Juliet is going to get in that time? And Dan's like, okay, let's just tell Rufus and Lily, because what they did was against the law, which is what that uh, that commenter was saying last week. But Blair is going to tell them why they're wrong here and be like, of course, police and parents are your solution. Uh, that's not going to ha- accomplish anything, because all the like police and parents, they're inept. Uh, no- nothing they can do is going to help. Blair's idea is obviously to sneak in to see Serena, uh, which we all know it's incredibly easy to sneak people in and out of the Ostroff Center. So uh, Dan can't believe that Blair's plan is disguises and accents. And I, I do like when Blair's like, I never said anything about accents, but then it's like, but can you do any? Yeah. <laughs> I love this pairing. Me too. Me too. I know. It's so yeah. great. We they never have, get it. Their we banter is so it. just perfect. Yes. I don't we've gotten sense. like, Yeah. We've gotten like scenes with the two of them before. We've never gotten like a whole story with just the two of them, which is so fun. And I'm glad that it kind of sets up at the end where like maybe these two will become friends at, at some point. They're going to spend yeah. the whole break together, which mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Really I feel like. They they noticed they were like oh my god Dan and Blair are so good together like in this episode what did they were like we need to just to figure that I out I don't though. know yeah like, we knew it I know they're like we have to try to get them together in more things so let's have them uh, watch the the orangutan documentary together over mm-hmm. the break <laughs> um so uh, Dan thinks that Eric is right they need to leave Serena out of this and find Juliet on their own. And so they're shooting ideas around about uh, who they can talk to to find some answers. And Dan thinks the answer is going to Gossip Girl because she knows everything about everyone, which does seem like a pretty decent plan. I'm surprised the characters don't try to do this more often. And that mm. Blair's like, what? What do you mean? We can't do that. And it's like, what? Uh, uh, she's like, come on, you, you're, you're her people, not Juliet. But I think his better point is that once again, Gossip Girl is probably furious about the fake photo that Juliet sent in because this is now like the fourth time this season that Gossip Girl has reported something false. I'd be livid if I was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, just Absolutely. the fact that the the laptop was open to Gossip Girl's. Yeah. It was almost like product <laughs> placement inside yeah. the show. <laughs> Should we use Gossip Girl? Oh, it's already open. Right. Okay. Oh, like weird. it was a real thing and I they know. just put promo in there. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. I guess like as the show goes on, their relationship with Gossip Girl gets more and more yes. yeah. like involved and they feel almost like that person's a friend. And so why wouldn't they have used them more, you know? Right. A couple of episodes ago, Chuck, like when Chuck uh, changes his event from like a decadent black tie event to the masquerade ball, he's yeah. the first thing he says is like, "I need to go update Gossip Girl about the change in plans." <laughs> like he was besties with Gossip Girl. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of Juliet, she's arrived in her hometown. People are coming up to her, telling her it's good to see her again. And uh, mailman. Yeah. Yes, the mailman. Her best is friend. Her- <laughs> 
<laughs> her best friend, the mailman. And uh, Dan and Blair are still waiting for Gossip Girl's response. Um, and Gossip Girl has emailed Blair back, 252 Cornus Avenue, find the bitch. I have no idea how Gossip Girl did this, uh, but I am impressed. Also, don't know, because they mention they don't know. They, she just gives them an address with, with no other thing but find the bitch. Uh, it's not explained what the house is. They're like wondering if it is Juliet's house saying that it's too big to be her house. And then like, it's not, it's just a party that Damien is at. So if the, was gossip girl trying to lead them to Damien? And if not, why not like give them something, be like, talk to Damien instead of just saying, find the bitch. Yeah. And like sending them on their way about that. Yeah. Yeah. It could have given them a little more. I guess gossip girl just feels need to be a little mysterious. Yeah. And then uh, speaking of product placement, uh, they Dan's like, uh, well, we have our mission and then clearly types the address into Bing so that they can get yes, their answer. I'm so Bing. glad the, the Bing product placement <laughs> is back. Yes. Just missing that vitamin water. I just want that back. That's all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we need the we need the Classic. vitamin water. And it looks like no one has Blackberries anymore, which is I'm, I'm upset that the Blackberry era is over already. Are we in the iPhone era now? True. I don't True. even think they were using iPhones. I, I've, Jenny was using something the other episode with like that that T nine predictive text uh, that she was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, and so Blair and Dan are teaming up to take a road trip. Uh, Brenda, we were just talking about how we love a good road trip when we, uh, of course, famously went to oh, see yes. Taylor Swift the other day. Love a good road trip. We couldn't decide on. I, I think you and our driver DeRosa were saying the complete opposite things. Yes, you that's right. love a good pit stop on a road trip, and he refuses to stop no matter what. He'd rather you piss in a can. Uh-huh. Yes. And I was I, like, I you know should... what? I like getting places quickly but i also do enjoy a road trip and a road a road stop Um, yeah how do you guys what's what's your guys road trip uh plans because i like like we were saying i'm on one complete end of the spectrum where i love road trips but i need to be with a driver who loves stops because a i love making stops i love a a great rest stop nothing better i love uh, buying a nice diet coke buying a nice side of french fries or something so Mm -hmm. good also i am someone who needs to pee every three seconds maybe because i'm drinking so many diet cokes in the car so i I really need someone who's (laughs) i'm always saying that about you all of us are big pissers yes so we need someone who's going to stop because i just love stuff like we're already spending the day on a road trip what's the rush we don't no one gives you a medal for getting there in under you know four hours or however long it's supposed to I, let's let's make a day out of it. Yeah, I think it depends on the length too. Yeah, like that's if it's, it's kind of close, if it's like a two-hour trip, I'm like let's just get there. Yeah, but then it turns into like three hours, and I'm like, now nah, I'm kind of mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I agree. If it's a shorter ride, I don't need to stop. If it's a longer ride, like once or twice, I'll look forward to going to a a pit stop, oh, yeah. a rest stop, getting right. you know a drink and some candy or. Just of course, yeah. 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 I, lo- uh, so I love road trips. Me too. Love a good road trip snack. We, we o- some over five snacks. hours, you need one stop, at least. At oh, least, absolutely, absolutely, at yes. least. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm glad. I'm glad we're all on the same page here. Uh, we're we're gonna go back to the Ostrov Center now, and Serena is, is in like a session. It's like a therapy session here, and she still doesn't know all the things that she uh, thinks she did, but didn't actually happen. And she asked the therapist. She's like. If you saw a photo of your of yourself on the internet doing cocaine and couldn't remember it, what would you think? And uh, again, someone needs to tell Serena that she didn't do that. But the therapist has an interesting answer. She's like, "I wouldn't know what to think. I wouldn't do that." Which she sounds a little do that. a little so too judgy for my, for my that taste. cracks me up. <laughs> I, I would like, well, do that. Well, I would Why never do that. You so put I wouldn't yourself be yourself in your situation. client's shoes. Like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like what? I would never do that. I'm pure. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you recognize the doctor? She seems so familiar. Who is she? She's from. It's not a spoiler, but she's from the new Gossip Girl. Uh, oh, oh, um, 
She plays the mom. The mom. Oh my mm-hmm. god, what's her wow. name? Well, I won't say anything. So this oh, role scored her yeah. a big role on. Yeah, yeah. she really. She, she was really a great character. She's so good. On New Gossip. Really? So oh, okay. yes, yes, yeah. Why can't I think of her name? But anyway, yeah. Probably mommy or something. Yeah, that's yeah. Dahan, something mm-hmm. Dahan. Mommy Dahan. Yeah. Oh yes, um, yeah. Camille. Yeah, right? mom, mommy Dahan, of course. Camille? That sounds Was right. It Camille. Jeez, you guys remember more about this reboot than, than I do. Definitely. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I've blocked it all out before. Yeah, well, uh, or already. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's the same character. If this, if this is a uh, therapist Dahan here. I almost <laughs> thought. <laughs> I was like, did they make the connection? No. They should. No. Um, so Serena is like, well, listen, I may not remember like fucking over all my friends, but this wouldn't be the first time I've been with two guys in one night and betrayed my best friends. So I guess it is a problem that uh, she does think that it's possible that she could have done something like this. And we see that classic flashback of her and Nate at the Shepherd wedding and then another flashback of everyone's favorite recurring character, Pete Fairman, which... They can't stop talking about this. Guy. Until hey. this rewatch, truly did not remember this guy Pete Fairman getting so many mentions on the show. It's incredible. also I don't understand this narrative of Serena being this crazy party girl. Like this, is, this all happened before the show, and she acts mm-hmm. like you know this could happen to me. And like you haven't really been on drugs since I've known you, Serena. Coming from like from me, Brendan. Right. Like, I, I guess I, we're I, to assume it was like when yeah. she was twelve and up, because right. I yeah. mean she's like fifteen or sixteen when we meet her. I guess the idea we, is that yeah. everyone thinks that she could slip back into her like early high school ways, but that's to me so far removed to a point where it hasn't happened in Gossip Girl. Right. Mm-hmm. For us, we've never really seen it, but to them, yeah, it was like last episode when Blair's like, "Oh, Dan, you don't know what Serena's actually like. You only know her as uh, the girl you've been stalking for the last two she's years." A, and she's not... a child. Right. Child, yeah, yeah. Yes, she was. Which is, which is why maybe uh, her teacher shouldn't have been taking her to bed and breakfasts. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they keep making this her every time she has like. Almost sex with a professor. They make it her fault. Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone thinks it's her fault. They keep mm-hmm. and they. Uh, maybe I was going crazy, but it feels like they were saying like how great of a guy Serena, especially how great of a guy Ben was. But it's like you still had a creepy, weird, mm-hmm. inappropriate relationship. I mean, and Lily points student. that out too later. Yeah, thank God so. for my favorite character, Lily. Yeah, She's of course you're going to defend Lily. <laughs> She's even, a hero, even though she has. A she, of course, she should sell Bass Industries. He was gone for three months. <laughs> I knew you were going to defend Lily. We'll, we'll get into all of that. I love Lily. We love so, Lily, too. Yeah. Oh, go. of course. But she does have a historic collapse in, in this episode, in like one scene. Well. Um, so Serena uh, tells the, ther- uh, the therapist that after the events of the wedding and Pete Fairman, she left town to try to start over, and she went to Cornwall, Connecticut. And we see that Dan and Blair have arrived in Cornwall, Connecticut, and Dan's driving them in this uh, adorable little old car that apparently... I didn't even know Rufus had a car, but it makes sense that this is the one that, that Rufus has. I would be surprised if this is where like Vanessa's been sleeping for the past few episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa just She pops out. like, where am I? <laughs> Thank God Vanessa was not in this episode. <laughs> um, so... Um, Dan's like, you know, we're on a mission. We need to be ready to go at any moment to tell people. And this is so fun. Both the fact that they're on a mission together and they're back and forth bickering. Like, I love them. Again, their dynamic is just so good in this episode. Yeah, I mean, in the main cast, two of the best actors and two of the funniest. Yes. And they just never get enough time together. And I'm hoping this this is at the start of something new. Start not of to quote something High School new. Musical. <laughs> Please do quote High School Musical. <laughs> they don't even have a GPS. So Blair is using an honest-to-God map, which I am so impressed because... I, I would never be able to use one of those things. Like, I am so bad no. at geography and would I'd be able to get literally nowhere without a GPS. I don't know how anyone reads a map. Absolutely. I mean, before when we had MapQuest and we'd print the directions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before yeah. that, like, 
What did you do before that? I don't know. I, I, I'm surprised that Blair in particular can read a map. Like, she know, doesn't drive. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. impressed. That's true. She has, like, a car service that takes her yeah. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very lucky. I've never had to drive without Waze or Google yeah. Maps before. Never. I probably just wouldn't. Yeah. I think that's why I didn't get my lessons until 19. Like, when? Like, oh, yeah. Not worth I, it. I, I, didn't get my I, was, I didn't get my license until I was 23. Scary <laughs> I love that world. Blair is representing the non-drivers of the world. <laughs> Yes. Some good, positive, non-driving representation. Yeah. Um, Lily and Chuck are wrapping up a meeting. Uh, Chuck's face hurts from smiling so much. They're going to have a drink because they've earned it. They're really just, they're, they're really hyping each other up, telling them how, uh, they, how good of a job they did. And Chuck's like, well, one, one thing, actually. Um, you know, when, when the question came up about uh, me taking back Bass Industries, I noticed you flinched a little bit. And Lily's like, oh, it was just none of her business. You know, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. And Chuck's like... Yeah, I am gonna want the company back though. Like you're not, you're definitely not selling it or anything, right? She's like, oh, of, cor- of course not, Chuck. I know, I know the company's yours. And um, and then Rufus comes downstairs and he's like, a little early to be drinking there, <laughs> isn't it? Like, what? What's all the narcs in this episode? Yeah, why you is think Ruf- one of the same therapists? Is why is Rufus so judgy now? All of a sudden, <laughs> like, what is the point like, of Rufus? Him. He's just. What's the point of him? I. His point it's is to like we come were... out of the shadows and judge you. Yeah. I guess yeah. so. Yeah, it's not like yeah. we were we were like starting up a uh, like a Lily has a drinking problem episode. It was right. just, I guess it was just a reason like we need Ruf- to believe that Rufus is like upset with Lily for some reason, so that yeah. Yeah. he is justified in that episode just being like, by the way, Chuck, you'll never guess what Lily's been out. Yeah, well, because like her him seeing her drinking is supposed to be him like, hmm, she's up to something. Yeah, yeah. I get like yeah. So very stupid. I don't know. I was like, what was that about? Like, it's such a weird <laughs> out-of-place really thing. <laughs> Dan and Blair in Connecticut, they come up to a big house, and Blair's like, all right, if this is Juliet's house, she's even freakier than we thought, because who pretends to be poor? Like, the one thing in this world that Blair cannot even fathom is pretending to be poor when you don't have to. And uh, they're talking about how they need a plan to go in there, but they say this as they're literally walking up to the door. Like, maybe stay in the car and come up with a plan instead of doing, like, on your way to the door. But uh <laughs> Dan's like, what are we just going to march up to her and pull her hair? And uh, Blair thinks that's a good start, which good I start. think <laughs> yeah, that definitely would have been fun if, that, if that's what happened. Um, it is very funny how confident they are to just like, all right, I guess we don't have anything. Let's just walk in and see just, what happens. I mean, that's what you get when you're walking it. anywhere with Blair. Just you should be confident. Mm-hmm, yeah, totally. she'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, a huge day rager is going on. It looks like a lot of fun. People are making out. A guy's passed out with an I love balls written in char- <laughs> heart balls written in Sharpie <laughs> on his forehead. Beer pong being played, drugs being snorted, Nelly's just a dream is being blasted, uh, and Dan's like Juliet would never be at a party like this, let alone hosting it. Which Dan, have you not been paying attention? Juliet is not who she says she is. Like, right? Like you know her, right? Yeah. yeah stop My good friend Juliet. <laughs> the Juliet I know would never be caught dead in this house. Let's go. <laughs> we have the wrong address. But uh, they find everyone's favorite dirt bag, Damien Dalgard. Brendan, were you excited to see Damien back? Did you even remember who he was? I thought it was Dave Franco for a second, and I was like, "Oh wait, it's, it's my he does, guy." He does kind of look like a poor, a poor man's Dave Franco. <laughs> he does. Zac Efron. A poor no? man, yeah, Zac definitely, Zac, definitely Zac Efron. Mesh sure, together. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, good match child. I definitely see the Zac Efron. I was happy to see him again. I don't know. I, like, I don't yeah, know why. I like this. Is my uh, he's one of my uh, favorite dirtbags of the show. Yeah, um, I could agree. Yeah, he brings he brings some nice sleaze to the show. And speaking of someone who sticks around for longer than than I, than I might have remembered, Damien coming back for season four, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know why they thought they needed to bring this it's guy back. He's not someone but... I expected to bring back, if anybody. Yeah, but here he is. And yeah. another guy, we are not done with him. He will be back uh, in part B of this season as well. So get ready, Brendan. Wait, he, so you're saying he's not done today? He's not done. This was not his last episode. 
I didn't think so because I have a theory. At the oh, end. <gasps> would you yeah, like to share now or? or when I guess so, it? it could be very wrong. It could be just totally misreading. But uh, I was under the impression that Lily didn't actually like sign off that waiver or whatever that was. Like I didn't think she mm-hmm. claimed full on rape. I thought she just kind of like threw up the rumor in the air and it kind of snowballed. And Damien was the one because he was jealous of Ben and he was the one that actually made the the rape claim. I love I love it. I love yeah. the theory. We will uh we will yeah. see if you're correct in, in future episodes. We'll see. Um Nate visits the captain in prison. Uh the captain's pretty much like, Oh, I don't understand. What what changed your mom's mind? And Nate's like you, you couldn't have just waited a, a couple of weeks before you started spending you, you know, her money and he's like, This was her dream house. I wanted her to be happy. I guess everyone's just jumping to conclusions. Everyone thinks I'm incapable of being a nice guy and then Nate again is like Oh, don't worry. I'll go talk to mom. It'll be it'll be fine. And we end with him being like, "Well, I have TV privileges. You want to watch the game?" And so that's what they're that's what they're going to do. Yeah, Dad, I love games. <laughs> yeah, Dad, I love job sports. Is, job is pushing again tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the the Nate family stuff is always going to be the the weakest part of the episode usually, yeah. but uh, it doesn't drag the episode down too much. We have enough going on where, and you know, it, it's very it's, brief. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't take up too much time. Um. Back in Connecticut, uh, Dan tells Damien, he's like, we're not here for a reunion, and uh, Damien isn't either. He's here, you know, on a business trip. He's quite the entrepreneur. He, go- he goes uh, goes back here for the holidays to sell to his former classmates, uh, all-, all these drug addicts here at- in Connecticut. And Damien mentions that he went to nightly boarding school, and Blair's like, oh, wow, I never made the connection. But, of course, when Serena went away, she went to nightly boarding school in Cornwall, and, like, how is Blair just putting this together? We we already knew that Serena and Damien went to boarding school together. It seems pretty relevant that they're in the town where that boarding school is located. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Not, not the never, best detectives. Never would have put that. Never would have put that together. Yeah. Um, and so they asked Damien if he knows uh, Juliet Sharp, and he does. He saw her in the city a week ago, and Dan's like, "Listen, if you sold drugs to her, then uh, you're in this because uh, she sent Serena to the hospital." And so he's like, "Okay, yeah, uh, she made." A big order. She bought Coke pills, even some ether, and uh, he just assumed she was throwing a party. Uh, and explains that ether is a, a turn of the century roofie. Which, why is that in his little bag of tricks? Why is he why is he selling that to, to people? And why, he sounds proud of it too. Yeah, yeah. and what did he think Juliet was going to do with it? Right. And yeah. Ether is also an item in the Pokemon franchise that gives you more attack power. I was going to ask if it did the same thing. Do you roofie people? In, in <laughs> you roofie people. You roofie Pikachu's and all that. <laughs> So, uh, Dan and Blair have now connected Serena to Damien and Damien to Juliet, but they don't have the connection between Juliet and Serena. And at this point, I'm like, Dan and Blair should just have their own detective show because, again, this is just so much fun. We, we need more of this. Agreed. Yes. 100%. Yes. Absolutely. Please. Mm-hmm. And so, Damien says, let's just get her address and ask her, her, her ourselves. He's like, this is where I first met Juliet. And then he looks directly in the camera and says, she's a townie like the title of this episode and and winks at, at us and they seem to really harp on the fact that she's a, ta- a townie like she is such a loser because like, she lives she's in, from here she's from here what a such fucking loser right like being from connecticut is so bad or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're here just because we go to boarding school but she lives here which is very embarrassing i mean i kind of right? get that like, like when i went to new paul's a few like it's like oh well that person's a townie like you'd expect them to be wearing like a drug rug or something did you did people actually say townie like when in new paul's oh yeah yeah Interesting. I've never wow. like, I've never like, uh, sincerely used that word before in my life. Yeah, I, I guess because New Paltz is kind of in like a town, not so much a city, where like you went to Albany, you get in, right? Like, I, yeah, I didn't really know any townies in Albany. So right. yeah, hmm. I guess Gabe was a townie. 
front yeah. of the pod. Front I, of the pod, I, uh, front of the pod I had Dave. a townies ID, and that's how I got into uh, into bars underage. How, where'd you get the ID? Um, a friend found it outside of one of the bars that people would be going to frequently, what? and then the kid lived. He was in town, so once I turned twenty one, I I ran to his house like seven miles away, and then threw it on his front door and was like, thanks for the, the good years. <laughs> thanks for the good years. Wait, that Brennan, is like the best story I've ever heard. This has actually been... My friend Jerry Richards st- is like, this, this looks like you. This has been a sting operation this whole time. Oh, and, uh, you're, actually, you're actually under arrest. We finally, <laughs> I, I had we finally gotten it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I love... Juliet's driving. She almost hits some of the partygoers. And then she sees Dan, Blair, and Damien all getting into uh, Dan's shitty car together, which is just incredible timing on her part. And then Blair calls shotgun and yells like, woo! <laughs> and Dan drives away, which seemed so out of character. See, she's to having me, fun now. Just made me yeah. laugh. <laughs> we get a Serena flashback. I love a good flashback episode. She's in her boarding school days. Any Vanderwoodson like, flashback? Yeah, absolutely. She's like hosting a clinic on how to make some kind of wild drink, and everyone's cheering I for her. I have no idea what this was. It looked like <laughs> absence because of the color. But she's like lighting it on fire. Out. Like this seems scary. I don't. I don't want. She's melting a sugar cube. I thought she was doing. Like meth or something. That's what, yeah, that's what I thought. But she's like making a drink explode. I don't know what's happening. But she's in her boarding school like uniform. It looks like, and she's dancing to Soldier Boy. No one's really <laughs> dancing with her, so she just looks like a crazy person. And, and also, if you see... dance to Soldier Boy, you do the Soldier do the Soldier Boy. Boy. No, yeah, clearly yeah, 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 wasn't to that song, right? <laughs> she's like, I love this yeah. song. And it's like, like this nobody is not says, Soldier oh, Boy. I love this song to yeah. Soldier yeah. Boy. It's not Soldier no, no Boy. One's ever, no one's ever said. It is really funny because they put that song on like it's supposed to be a throwback at this point in the. Series, what was it like? Four or five years old. Like, yeah, oh, so I love be, this old right. song. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then I, lo- I just love so much about this flashback. We see that little nerd boy Damien is also here, and <laughs> like to demonstrate he's a nerd, they've given him like a bowl cut, and he's uh. doing. He's doing Serena's homework at this party for some reason. <laughs> and his voice, like he changes yeah. his voice. Yeah. He's yeah. like, how's that, how's that B minus? This <laughs> whole thing was like a, a whole comedy sketch. It yeah. was, and I just love Serena being like, I want an A plus. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love like, Serena. No, you're too stupid for that. They're not going to believe it. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's just gradually do this. And then she just laughs and kisses him and tousles his hair. Like, well, and she's still dancing this whole time, my dear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost gave Serena an MVP just for <laughs> this version of Serena. But like, this is, she's all over the place. She does some things where I'm just like, yes, love it. This is amazing. And then just does other things that just remind me of classic Serena, where she's. She did. She annoyed me too much to give her the MVP, but I loved this old, old Serena flashback. Yeah, this, this is. I just want to say it out loud. This is a horrible scene of Gossip Girl and embarrassing for the TV show. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. It was very funny. Yeah, no, it's, and I always enjoy those scenes where yeah. you seem to be yeah. a little more critical. Because <laughs> I don't think they mean to be funny. I really don't. Oh, no, no like, they're definitely not. Yeah, right. Even some, though, like we talk about the OC now. Like the OC sometimes means to be funny and they nail it. Yes, yeah. exactly. This show they don't. They just yes. really don't. Well, it's right. with the, I don't. Need, it's with this show. I can never tell like when they're trying to be funny and when it, it's there's just a like, chance they're trying to be a little like a little ironic. I don't know. Right, I don't but think yeah, so. Damien, very small chance. Damien showing up as a nerd was just like the laugh of the episode. And then, <laughs> and then we see him and Dan and Blair at Mrs. Sharp's house, and they introduce themselves as Juliet's friends from New York and ask if she's around. So they're just going to wait here for Juliet to to come back. And they're like, she's like, do you know her from Columbia? And Blair says she does. But Damien's like, actually, I know her from Knightley. I, I went to school here. And so Mrs. Sharp replies, oh, so I assume you know our Ben. He was a damn good teacher, no matter what they say. Which, okay, I, <laughs> I, guess, we're, I guess we're getting somewhere. And uh, Damien doesn't remember Mr. Sharp. But that's because it turns out his last name is Donovan. And he's like, yeah, I recognize him. But I didn't know he was Juliet's brother. I, I bet he's like... 
you know, judging from the way they act, I, I always thought they were boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> well, the mom says it was from her first marriage. Uh-huh. I'm like, that's why they wanted to fuck each other so bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. It seems like that when you first meet him, right? This yeah. Literally, the f- yes. The yeah. first time we meet him, they are in prison and Juliet's like, be careful. You're so hot. People are going to like, people are going to like rape you in here. Like, what yeah. weird thing to say in general. And then also just They're like, why are you talking about how hard, how hot he is? Yeah. They were doing some hardcore flirting. And he doesn't like, she, he doesn't want her to have a boyfriend because yes. he's like, jealous of her. Yeah, it was hundred percent. But then they, like they toss it out the window a few episodes later, and then they're not. They don't have sexual attention anymore. And now it's we're almost, back to the yes. step sibling thing. I'm like, now it kind of makes sense. I it's almost if like they, like uh, had a different plan originally yeah. or something. Well, that's what we say because we mentioned cause there's been like back to back episodes where it seems like they will like switch writers for the episode and then not confer with like the other writer mm. as once it happens. Like, they'll just like right. take it their own way. Like we, where we'd have like a really good episode where they set up a lot of good things. Like oh all of a sudden Colin is working with Juliet and then the next writer comes in and just like completely abandons the story and is like saying something else and is like oh okay so this guy just wanted to make the show worse for some, right. for some reason yeah we, we, we equated it to like it being the episode seven eight nine of Star Wars where like the J.J. Abrams is the bun and whoever yeah. did like the middle episode is the meat of the sandwich uh-huh. and they just kind of overwrote him for episode nine don't confer with each other and yeah, yeah. so I, I, my theory is that like another writer came in and was like Actually, they're brother and sister and not lovers, and that's what we're going to go with from now yeah, on. Yeah. It's like, okay, I, I guess so. So, um, yeah, Damien tells them that when Serena went back to the city, uh, Mr. Donovan got fired for sleeping with a student, and everyone was sure that it was Serena. And uh, we're finally getting some answers here. Brendan, what did you think of the uh, of the revelation, and did you believe that Serena had slept with him? Uh, I did, but again, I, I'm, I still am mad at everyone for being like, this is Serena's fault. Even if she slept with him, this is when she was like, 13 years old 14 years yeah. old can can you make it the guy's fault mm-hmm. yeah well yeah they should be really be leading into that yeah which, I think uh, which apparently they did because the guy was in jail yes it's like so canonically like 15 be. 16 yeah they put him in jail but then they're like saying the whole episode but like, like it's not his fault he's a great he's a exactly great, he's that's a what i'm mad about yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, serena's in therapy and also just happens to be telling her therapist about the one person at nightly who is different and we slip back into flashback mode and uh now we're gonna get serena's side of the story uh we see serena run into mr donovan on the street and She's gotten him a coffee for some reason, and she's gotten him one with two creams and no sugar because she noticed that's how he takes it in the dining hall, which is so alarming, and I would run away if I was Mr. Why, Donovan. Why is a professor going to the dining hall? I don't know. No professors of mine went to the dining hall. That's true. Yeah, yeah I didn't see they any professors in my dining stuff. halls. Yeah. 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 Serena's, but Serena is crazy for, for, for memorizing his coffee order and giving it to him. But instead, uh, they're going to sit down and talk about her English homework, and... Um, Serena tells her therapist it felt good to have someone pay attention to her for a positive reason, and so they began to spend more and more time together, and then we see little little nerd boy incel Damien just glaring at them from across the street, yeah. and again, maybe uh, this teacher shouldn't be spending so much time with a student outside of school? No. Like, I'm very right. much not surprised that this is happening, though, but like... This is uh, he's obviously crossing some lines here. Absolutely. Right. You can study in school together. Once you go out <laughs> yeah. of like that area, it's crossing a line. And for him to make her feel good, he had to have known he was making her feel good. Of course yeah. he and did. It's just, there's no fucking excuse. Yeah. And <laughs> we will get to it, but when he like eventually like even confirms he's like, "Well, yeah, I want to fuck you, obviously." Right. But, uh, yeah, he said, "I'm not going to do it because yeah. I'm a good guy." <laughs> like, I mean, one of the charges against him was that he 
carried a student across state lines. So like that which was he bef- did. before, the, which, which he actually did. But do. it was which only a library, Brendan. It was a library. Oh, true. <laughs> it's like, okay, but... It, there was I, learning involved. Uh, but yeah, I don't think anyone approved this field trip that you were taking no. her on. You can't just decide you're going to take a student to a library in another state. Like, that's absurd. Also, so, they, they love flat tires. They got a kick out of that. Mm. <laughs> they had so much like, oh, flat tire in the rain. Right. That was so great. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't stop giggling about it. You guys are weird. So Damien also filling in Blair and Dan on the details. Um, he said that Serena just stopped partying and instead was studying in her room all the time. Uh, the generous conclusion to draw would be that Serena was getting her act together. But Dan's like, uh, yeah, but everyone probably assumed that she was sleeping with the young, handsome English teacher. And so Damien's like, well, not me. I always thought the best of Serena. But uh, a lot of other people thought it was true. And sure. so that in, it's an yeah. still behavior that makes me think <laughs> it's Damien. <laughs> yes. And then he's like, and then I, I also saw, like, I didn't believe it until I saw her. I just happened to be with my aunt at the Millbrook Inn in Poughkeepsie. And uh, oh, you're neck of the woods, Brendan. Oh, yeah. Across yeah. the river. Across the river from... Uh, from New from, Yeah. So uh, we slip into another flashback. Uh, and this is when Serena and her English teacher run into the inn. They're uh, under a jacket to cover themselves from the rain. They're giggling. They love the flat tire. And again, <laughs> wildly inappropriate for a teacher and student to be doing this, regardless if they're sleeping together or not. Like, that is the sticking point that, oh, well, he didn't touch me, so he it was fine. He touched her hair. And th- yeah. As he was heading out, he sees <laughs> Serena checking in with Mr. Donovan, and we see that Mr. Donovan is touching, like, 15-year-old Serena's hair and, like, tucking it behind her ear. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on here? That's not normal behavior. Right. No, 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 no. no. no she no, has no, her no. own hands to do that. You yep. don't need to do Literally. that. Literally. <laughs> and so, yeah. And then Mr. Donovan tells Serena to dry off, find something to eat. He's going to fix the tire. And Serena's like, oh, you're going to drown out there. It'll stop in the morning. We'll we'll get a room. Uh, oh, just, no, oh, Serena. Just Girl. stop. <laughs> stop this. And then Mr. Donovan's like, Serena. And so then Serena just wrapped all the pretenses and like, come on. You can't pretend like you haven't thought about it. And Mr. Donovan tells Serena that the ability to have thoughts and not act on them is what separates men from beasts. And I don't think this was the correct response. He's confirming <laughs> that he has thought about like, it. Yeah, I think about it all the time. But am I going to do it? Maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, give, give, me a, give me a fucking and break. And she's, she's like, like, oh, he was the man that ne- the only man that ever never said no to uh, that only Literally. said no to me. Yeah. What? I, oh my god. I. So I've, that's attractive. This is. Yeah. This is so. So strange. And I feel, he, again, I, like, I said it earlier in the season, but I feel so bad for Blake Lively for having to portray this over this and over character. and over again. <laughs> yeah, yes, the same. Yeah, because we've seen this so many yeah. fucking times, and she, like, just from the things she says too, she's like, "This is real on both sides." I know you feel it too. Oh. I know that we shouldn't be doing this, but like, and so he's like, "I care about you very much," which is why I'm going to brace the weather and fix the tire so we can get you home and you can sleep in your own bed tonight. Which, again, this it seems like we're painting Mr. Donovan as the good guy, but like I said, still wildly inappropriate. Like, who okayed Serena going on this day trip with her teacher? This is creepy. And Mr. Donovan walks away and doesn't sleep with his 15-year-old student, and we're supposed to be like, what a class act. What a hero. Right. What a yes. hero. Right. Right. The I bar mean, is so low. if it was so students that decided to come on this field trip... Yeah, it's a one-on-one excursion <laughs> you know, here. Well, you know, okay. Maybe there are. Maybe we didn't, they didn't talk about that. There's a bunch of people in that car with the flat tire. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, like, they're kind of taking a long time in that, in that, in <laughs> in that hotel. <laughs> what is going on in there? And so uh, Serena tells the therapist that Ben was the only guy to ever say no to her. And, uh, and it wasn't even like – this was the tamest no I've ever seen. He was like, well – no, like, yes, I do want to, but no, because uh, I, right. I legally cannot. It so. wasn't like, no, I'm not attracted to you. Yeah. You're not my type of person. No, You're 10 was... years younger than me. <laughs> yes, I'm no, very attracted to you, but I'm not acting on it. Yes. That's not a no. That's a, yeah. in my head. It's a maybe. Yeah. And it's a yeah. yes um, in the head. And it's a yes exactly. in the head. He did it in it's the a, head. He's it's a it. no, but it's a, you know, I want to say right. yes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 
Right. And so the therapist asked her, she's like, so what do you think about it when you tell that story now? And Serena's like, I think that Ben Donovan was a pretty great guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got from that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this uh, therapist just like sparks her love for this guy again in that, in that conversation. <laughs> yep. Yep. Even though he's 10 years older than her, at least, and is clearly very into her and being very inappropriate with her. It's, it's a low bar, apparently. And also, great guy. Juliet thinks he's very handsome. Not that handsome. No, he's an average looking guy. I, I think. Normal man. Yeah. I mean, compared to the guys we have in the show already, he's, he's nothing special. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great guy Ben gets a call, or, or he calls Juliet. I, I'm not sure how these prison phones work, but uh, Juliet is frazzled. She, she tells him that uh, Blair and Dan have showed up with Damien, and uh, she's got a pretty good guess as to why. And Ben's like, I told you, the drugs were too far. Uh, and uh, she's like, yeah, I know, but they're probably figuring everything out right now, so I've, uh, I've got to finish this thing right now. And Ben's freaking out. He doesn't want her to touch Serena, which is very confusing because maybe I'm wrong, but didn't it seem like Ben was the one who wanted to kill Serena earlier in the season? And mm-hmm. and now he's, like, randomly, like, in love with her again and doesn't want her to be touched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, which, whose plan was it? Was it yeah. a collective? Was it Ben's? Was it Juliet's? Uh, yeah. Not not explained. And so he's trying to get another call. For the first time all season, uh, Ben has a limitation on how much he's allowed to use the phone. He's, like, begging them to, to let him get another call. I guess and he's then... been using it a lot lately. Like, <laughs> yes. you've had enough. <laughs> yeah, and we're also, we hear you talking about, like, someone killing somebody. So we're just going to nip these in the butt. Right? They're, like, monitoring his phone calls. They should be. Yeah. They the should guards be. are, like, standing by as he's, as he's like, don't kill this woman, please. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was going to, but I, I love her now. So just don't kill her. <laughs> <laughs> like Nate walks in as he's yelling, Serena Vanderwood, <laughs> and then he's like, "Hey Archibald," which like, I guess he saw Nate getting like Thanksgiving with his dad that one time, so he's able to know that this is Nate Archibald. But it's so random. He's like, "Archibald, get over here," uh, and Nate's like, "Who me? <laughs> me? Okay, prisoner." He he tries to find out some information, but the guards like, "No, you can't talk to this man. He's uh, <laughs> this this guy is is clearly crazy," and yeah. so. Nate now calls Dan, and he's like, oh, good. Serena's still at the Ostroff Center? That's good. because She's safe there because, uh, yeah, uh, Juliet's brother is apparently in the same prison with my dad, and he, he seems to think that she's in danger, but uh, I'm on Staten Island, so can you check on her? And Dan's like, no, we're kind of in Connecticut right now, so uh, uh, let's just meet at the Vanderwoodsons because we have to find Juliet. Um, so that that is the game plan now. So Dan, Blair, and Damien are going to get back in the car, and Blair thinks she's figured it out. Uh, Serena had an affair with her teacher because, let's face it, she's Serena. And what else is there to do in Connecticut? Uh, all the Connecticut burns pretty funny. I wonder if the yeah. Connecticut audience was mad at this, but <laughs> any, any, I'm surprised Blair wasn't calling the people. Uh, I, I guess Connecticut, even for Blair, is not uh, southern enough for for Blair to call them. That's redbacks. true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, is, is Connecticut famous for sleeping with their teachers? All, all uh, the there. I, I don't think that's a Connecticut stereotype, but okay. I, I just think she's saying, like, what else is there to do in Connecticut? Like, right, right. Boring. Um, so Blair thinks Serena must have come to her senses and discarded him, which made him become a crazy stalker and press charges, and then starts, like, comparing him to Dan, which is also very funny. She, she's like, uh, she's like, <laughs> what is she? She's like, never to be realized literary aspirations, townie, giving up everything to become Serena Vanderwoodson's stalker. She goes uh, with the hair. Face it, Humphrey, you're one knitted tie away from Mr. Donovan. <laughs> and she's so pleased with herself when she says it. Like, And she's right. She's like, he's facts, right. Facts, he has facts. been stalking Serena for two years. He tries to defend himself, and she's just like, nope, shut oh, him down yeah. right away. Dan's big defense is like, uh, stalker implies one-sided, but I'll have you know that Serena just told me she was going to choose me at the Saints and Sinners Masquerade Ball. Like, yeah, well, if Ben was there, she would have chose Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, as if Blaze going to be like, oh, my God, that changes everything. He has to rent to me. And, and so... Um, 
Blair is like, you dropped your whole life for Serena. When was the last time you wrote anything besides D loves S all over, all over your journal? <laughs> and I also love that Damien's just like sitting in the back listening to his iPod during all this, not concerned yeah. with what they're doing. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, I'm sure he likes to hear this conversation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, Serena and uh, and Juliet. Juliet, of course, was able to break into the Ostrop Center. Like she, Serena comes back to her room from therapy, and Juliet's just in her room unexplained. It's insane. I swear, they, there's a moment where someone says something about the security at the Ostrop Center. It's like they've been listening to our podcast where we make fun of constantly the bad security there. Like, well, it's not like so she can get in there or it's like something along that line. The Ostrop Center should be shut down. Like, like they need to figure out this security situation. I guess they don't expect people to want to break into it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? True. It's true, but they should be expecting people to want to break out, which also happens. And right. so um Serena doesn't understand why Juliet left her for dead in a hotel room. She's like, because of Nate, because of Colin. And Juliet responds with the most fantastic line reading of the episode where she goes, No, you stupid bitch, because you destroyed my brother's life, which is my <laughs> joke of the episode. It was such a such a good line reading. Um where she just calls Serena a stupid bitch. And <laughs> Uh, Serena asks who her brother is, and Juliet finally reveals that it's Ben Donovan. And Serena's like, "What the fuck did I ever do to him?" And also, what a coincidence! I was just talking about him in therapy. Wow, that's weird. Wow. Yeah, like she she should be freaked out. It's like very weird that this came up. And then we get flashback time again, and Ben is getting charged with statutory rape and transporting a minor beyond state lines, uh, which he swears nothing happened. But Serena signed an or supposedly signed an affidavit, an affidavit stating otherwise. Juliet is in this meeting with Ben and their mom for some reason, um, and I don't know why she was invited to, right? to come along for this. <laughs> ben can't believe Serena would do this, and he wants to prove his innocence in court, but the lawyer advises against that because they have a witness, uh, of course, in Saldamian, that saw him at the bed and breakfast, and, uh, you know, obviously sucks that Ben is getting accused of something he didn't do, but at the same time, also probably why you shouldn't go to beds and breakfasts with your, uh, w- with your, with your students, and I- I'm having... A hard time feeling too bad for this idiot, even though he did not do what he is being accused of. Right. Yeah. He has a difficult situation. Yeah. I, I wonder what would happen if it was just the traveling across state lines. It's like a slap on the wrist. I don't know. I don't. I mean, at the very least, Ben should be losing his job. Like, yeah. uh, maybe yeah. maybe he shouldn't be going to jail, but he definitely should have gotten fired. And mm-hmm. um, so Ben says that, uh, you know, Serena's family doesn't want the story to get out, so uh, they pressured the DA to offer up a plea bargain. And, uh, you know, Serena's family is very powerful, and the uh, the Sharps slash Donovans are nobodies, so they know that they're not going to win this court case. So the plea bargain keeps the case out of the papers and keeps Ben's name off the sexual predators list so he can start over again, which I don't know how plea bargains work or if this is a likely thing that would happen, but... Um, you know what whatever so so ben has to serve cri- time for a crime he didn't commit but um you know don't fall in love with your students and go on little day trips to the library let that be a lesson for lesson. for all fe- for all future yeah. teachers out it's, there. it's also not like the college professor and student this is like high school a, a yeah. little girl serena is 15 i think yeah yeah so mm-hmm. yeah so so not not great at all uh great message for all the future teachers out there to not to not do this and it's a uh, show are, for teachers at the end of the day yeah and this is yeah gospel really is a show for teachers <laughs> so, and so back is to, boys. absolutely uh back to present day julia uh, tells serena that uh, ben is currently serving a five-year sentence because of her and serena's like i never accused ben of any crime uh he was nothing but good to me and so Juliet's like i saw the affidavit but serena swears she didn't sign anything and then Juliet's like then who did and i think we all know the answer to that one 
Lily. In, well, in case you were still wondering. <laughs> it has it Damien. been two years? I, well, yeah, I guess, I, no, I guess it's been like three or four years because. So then like, why now? Yeah, that I, Juliet I, decided to do this. Mission? That's a good point too. I didn't even thought about that. That is, well, it takes yeah. time to scheme. It, I it took, guess. Them, it like, took them three and a half years to come up with this plan. Right, right. Like, and it was still, and it was still sloppy. He's gonna be out in like a year and a half, so yeah, why even bother? <laughs> <laughs> just stick it out. We just made it this far. Right? Just shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so. Uh, it took them a while to get uh, Serena to come to Columbia. Maybe that's what they were doing for the last three years, just Ugh. trying to get her oh, somewhere yeah. where they where they could where they could that's get to her. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, some guy is asking Lily how Serena is, and Lily's of course downplaying it. But Eric comes over and she's like, "Actually, uh, she's you know at the Oscar Center. She's going to make a full recovery." And the guy just walks away. And Lily's like, uh, "Somewhere between a Marlins jersey and the absolute truth lies the better part of decorum." Which very true, Lily. I'm always saying that. <laughs> always saying that. <laughs> It's actually, it's the motto of the show. She's like, kids, kids, you'll learn. <laughs> you'll learn. Being an adult is learning the distinction. Mm-hmm. And then she just walks away. Uh, Nate comes to the party. He uh, he finds his mom, tells her to, to call off the divorce again because it was all a misunderstanding. It was all his fault. And Anne's like, Nate, I don't want to be together with your dad. Like, give up. It's, it was your dad's never a loser. It was never, your dad's a fucking loser. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even human and your dad's a loser. <laughs> I, I would rather hang out with my huge seven foot dogs than hang out with your dad. I hate those things. <laughs> I'm, so glad, I'm so glad they didn't return. They're back on the oil rig. Yeah, oh, thank God. Hopefully. I hope we never see those giant Hopefully. dogs again. Uh, Chuck makes a toast. He wishes everyone a happy holiday. He wants to acknowledge Lily and all that she's done for the company. And at this moment, Serena shows up with her new bestie, Juliet. And Nate's like, what is she doing here? And Serena's like, it's all right. I, I asked her to come after she broke into my room at the Ostroff uh, Center. And then, of course, they broke out again because they're here. Like, this is, this right. is so funny that now they, right. they've talked and they've, they've worked it out. And now they're best, best friends. Serena oh, it, it is fu- so easily. It's so easily. Is it like is funny when, is. when Blair's like, not so fast. She drugged you and left you for dead in a hotel. And Serena's like. That's besides the point. Like, well, besides the point. We'll, we'll explain no, later. She's like, it's not your her fault, though. Yeah. She, she didn't mean to do it. She didn't mean to. <laughs> so insane. And so Lily's mid-speech, uh, talking about how she always does what's best to her for her family. And, uh, she's not lying. She always does what she thinks is best, much like uh, her guy Dumbledore. And uh, she, she just, uh, and again, she just doesn't go about it in the most straightforward way and is always working behind the scenes without the permission of people's lives she's affecting and, and supposedly helping. So again, the, the parallels that we've been drawing between uh, between Lily and Dumbledore all, all season have been uh, are de- definitely applying in this one as well. And yeah, which so, by the way, uh, for whatever reason, on like True TV or something, I don't know what channel it was, uh, episodes five and six of Harry Potter. Oh, we're, we're calling on. them episodes now. Episodes now, yeah. <laughs> the big Dumbledore episodes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially, I mean, mm-hmm. those last two for sure. Yeah. Um, I won't spoil Harry Potter. For, for, <laughs> for, um, it's, it's annoying because like, I love. We talked about it earlier in this episode. Um, I'm kind of okay with, with what she did in the end, but they are kind of reverting her back to season one. Yes, Lily, which was a bad mom, an annoying mom, and Eric's calling her out for it constantly in this episode. I mean, that's crazy. I think Lily was was pretty out of bounds here with with everything that she's doing. In the moment, yeah, for now. Okay, I, I know you're going to defend for her now. to the death, but um, Serena walks up to her mom during the speech. Dan Blair and Damien are also showing up, so it's all coming to a head now. And uh, Blair asks what's going on, and so. Uh, Eric says he doesn't know, but he feels sick because apparently Eric hates Damien more than the rest of the cast. I, di- I didn't know that, but he's he he's uh, very upset about what happened with him and Jenny. Yeah, he definitely should be. You know, I, I, I love about him that he holds a good grudge. 
He does. And he it's it's very funny that stops. Eric's so upset about this, but then when Damien leaves, Dan, who is Jenny's sister, is just like, yeah. thanks for helping, Damien. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, when later, he buddy. first saw him, he was like, okay. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, Damien, what are you doing here? Hey, hey Damien, what's up, man? So, <laughs> uh, Serena can't do this anymore. She's going to make a speech to the partygoers herself. Of course. And she, yeah, she introduces herself <laughs> as Lily's daughter. Leave the speeches to Nate, please. <laughs> yes, as if everyone doesn't Great already know maker. that she's... Yeah, the one the one skill he has. And then uh, Serena's like, I wasn't going to be able to make it tonight because I was actually at the Ostroff Center, but if it were up to my mother, she'd have you believe that I was at Canyon Ranch. That's because having a daughter who's in a mental hospital threatens her carefully protected image. She wants you all to think she's the perfect host and mother and wife, but the truth is she's a selfish liar and a Dumbledore who will destroy anyone who stands in her way. And then she... and. She just books it and sprints out of the room after she, she says the speech and then just immediately leaves, which which made Typical. me laugh. Yeah, so I mean, Lily trying stay. to do PR after the speech is amazing. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't let her take the the jet to... Uh, to <laughs> I didn't let her take the jet to uh, wherever she wanted to go, and now uh, she took it harder than I thought, and then she yeah. just like taps the gas on the arm and walks away. <laughs> She's <laughs> so stone funny. cold. Yep. And so... And then... Um, the the uh, the man that was talking to Lily earlier is now talking to Rufus, and uh, he tells house husband Rufus, who has no idea what's going on, about anything. To, he's like, get this under control, because with the upcoming sale of Bass Industries, uh, we don't need any more surprises. And Rufus is like, ah, yes, the upcoming sale of Bass Industries. I know everything about that. Like, little does this guy know that the, Rufus has just been making waffles and chili this whole time and doesn't even know, like, what he's talking about. <laughs> I, you know, he, is to, he's told about the, the sale. Rufus is, like, genuinely shakes. He's like, huh? <laughs> yeah, what? And the guy calls. He's like, "You don't know about this?" Like, "Oh yeah, sorry, it's been a crazy couple days." Like, yeah, just with all the cumin fumes from your fucking chili, just, you're still out of it. <laughs> sorry, man, that, that cumin is really getting to me. <laughs> the chili that I'm making. <laughs> Juliet goes to talk to Serena. Uh, Serena's already talking to Eric, and then Blair, Dan, and Nate—they all come in. Uh, Blair is on the attack to keep Juliet away from Serena, which again. Uh, which she has every reason to. And Serena's like, it's okay, Blair. I talked to Juliet. She's not the problem anymore. It's Lily. Uh, Brendan, you must have been in a panic. Everyone turning against Lily here. I knew she had it all under control. She always does. She always got it. I don't know. She She's loses, the puppeteer. She, right. yes. Yeah, but she she loses everyone by the end of this episode. How is she going to come back from this? I think just looking by the way she does. That's, that's all she needs to do. <laughs> so... Um, Blair's like, let's call the police, but, but Serena's like, no, no, it's fine. I, it's, I don't care that I was drugged anymore. Uh, I'm just pissed at my mom now, and so we're not putting any more of th- this family in jail. Uh, and she promises that she's gonna get Ben out of jail, and then she's like, and you can all leave. And so Blair loves Serena too much to let Juliet get away with everything. Uh, Dan is on the same side as Blair because uh, they've been, you know, in lockstep all episode, and. Juliet promises she won't do anything to harm Serena or anyone else ever again. Uh, Nate's just like, yeah, that's reassuring. But uh, Juliet apologizes and leaves, and that's it for Juliet. She goes straight to the oil rig to hang out with wow. Carter and the, the rest of our abandoned cast members. I never would have guessed that at the end of this episode. Yeah, kind of a, uh anticlimactic ending for Juliet. Yeah, after- she, she's been the main the She main has been here. kind of the main character of the fourth season so far, and then she just leaves. Yeah, yeah, that's why we loved the, the first half of season four, yes. I think, is Michelle and I's favorite part of Gossip Girl. Yeah. It is wow. really up there for me as well. I love I love this era. And then Juliet leaves, and so does the quality of the show. <laughs> I also, I did not remember this was then for her. Same. I don't I don't remember when. I know, I, I really don't. I guess I didn't don't. assume when the end was, but yeah. it didn't seem like it would be this. Yeah, yeah wow. she's like, Brother Ben will take it from here to yeah. represent our family. I know she's not like a main cast member like Jenny was. Because Jenny's moment 
makes sense. Like it's, it's you could kind of tell there's good vibe. The there, writing but, was on the wall. Jenny had Jenny yeah. did have a climactic ending to her character. She, yeah. And it made like her leaving. She leaves on a good note. It made it made sense. But yeah, this seems very abrupt for Juliet. I, I guess Juliet's plot is sort of wrapping up. Uh, but every time I thought it was wrapped up before, yeah, yeah we get wasn't. another cliffhanger at the end. Yeah, of the yeah I was waiting for another Julia cliffhanger, and we didn't oh, get it. I guess that, that, that should have been the tell that she's done. So we didn't that would have been great. Yeah, exactly. Um, Lily apologizes to Charles. She's like, "I'm so sorry. My biological children suck. I wish everyone could be as professional as my non-biological children, who I actually like." Um, that is true. And, yes, and then Serena comes in and asks if that's what Ben Donovan was her—just dirty laundry—and. You know, uh, we may act out this scene in some uh, Lonely Boys theater, oh. so I don't. We won't go too much into it, but basically, um, everyone's just gonna call her out here. And Lily's like, "Listen, listen, you wanted to come home. I wanted you here, but when Constance saw your records, they didn't want you back, and neither did any decent school. So, you know, I, I had to do what I had to do. And then I heard girls gossiping about you, and uh, you spent the night at a bed and breakfast with one of your teachers. So I, I use it to our advantage. And Serena's like, "No, but that was just gossip, which." I mean, you did go to the Ben and Breakfast with, with your teacher. That 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 much That's is true. You, can, yeah. you can't just rewrite that history. But uh, just because he didn't statutory rape Serena does not mean he was completely innocent. But uh, uh, again, she's she's thinks he's the best guy in the world. So uh, nothing nothing we can say to Serena is going to change her mind on that. Um, and so Lily told the dean that one of their teachers was having an inappropriate relationship with her daughter, which is true. And then Serena's like, "Oh, so you just sent an innocent man to, pr- to prison so that I could come back to Constance and." Lily's like, no, no, of course not. I, it was the school who put everything in motion. I just, you know, and then by the time they asked me for my statement, I, f- I forgot what I said. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. That, and then the DA was involved and it was too Which, late. Which, I mean, to me, it leaves it open for Damien still. Yeah. She doesn't, I think she'd remembered what she said if it was that thing. Right. Yes. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and I guess this is kind of where Lily fucks up. Like, at the very least, she could have been like, all right, for the record, I don't know if there was any hanky-panky, but there was a bed and breakfast. That much that much we know. Uh, don't right. know. Cannot confirm or deny anything else that happened. Um, I mean, but- Lily's here. She's almost like an, another Harry Potter world main character and doing things for the greater good. Like, yeah. uh, what's <laughs> yes. his name? I, uh, I forget I don't- that villain's name. I, sure, Grindelwald. Sure. Dumbledore's lover. Yeah. yeah, Dumbledore's lover, Grindelwald, of course. Yeah. And yeah, Serena's just all the all the Harry Potter villains all wrapped <laughs> into one. And yes, Dumbledore is a villain. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Serena's pissed. She destroyed Ben's life. And Lily's like, no, I did this for you. Um, which I will also call bullshit for. I, I do think, as Serena says, this was more for Lily so that uh, she she could keep her family's name you know, clean, get Serena back where she's supposed to be. And as we've been saying, uh, Mr. Donovan, not guilt-free, shouldn't have been having... Uh, whatever he was doing with a student and Serena's like but nothing ever happened um, Lily doesn't even believe her e- even still she's like listen I know my daughter and I'm positive that she slept with her teacher <laughs> I mean she she tried she tried her best she did she did try she tried her damn hardest yes, she, she tried did. her darndest <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like yeah you don't have to protect him anymore we all we all know what happened and so this is when Chuck gets involved and he's like listen we, you know, we, we've all crossed the line at some point to protect someone we care about. This is what we do. No harm, no foul. It's fine. And that's when Rufus is just like, like, this is out of, like, out of character behavior. It's, it's almost like, like Chuck said, as long as I get to sell Chuck Industries myself. <laughs> Chuck Industries. He changed the name, by the way. <laughs> all I want is to change from Bass Industries to Chuck Industries. That's all I need. Yeah. And so Rufus is like, well, I bet you wouldn't be saying that if uh, you were the person affected. And he's like, and he's like, um. Lily, is there something you need to tell Chuck? And she's like, if there's something I wanted to tell Charles, I would have told him. And so (laughs) then, like, Lily's getting it from every direction now. And Rufus is like, 
you know, he says that she's selling Bass Industries pretty much. And now Lily's biggest supporter in Chuck and like person who understands what she was doing is now also against her. Mm-hmm. And like this has really turned into the the biggest pile on Lily that I think we've seen ever seen but in the show. Why does Rufus do this? Like, why, he's such a, a Chuck boy all of a sudden, and he <laughs> needs to defend boy. him. Yeah, right. He hates literally. Chuck. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> that make no sense. Rufus being Team Chuck out of nowhere was not something I and anticipated. Sure, like this even if, if you're mad at Lily, sure. But like to choose Chuck over your your wife is is insane. Yeah, to be yeah. like Chuck, doesn't she suck? Like, can't, can you believe what she's doing? <laughs> and like, yeah, it's so it's ridiculous. Watch, watching everything crumble around Lily almost instantly is not something that we are used to watching. And Chuck is pissed now. He trusted her with his father's company, and he says he wants it back immediately. And Lily's like, listen. They're not going to they're, they're really going to let me sell it back to someone who was just gone for three months. And so uh, Chuck is pissed. He and that makes sense. That's no, yeah, that legit. Sense. Yeah. And Serena, it does make sense. Well, she doesn't have to sell the company, though. Maybe it's, uh, you know, it's a good time to sell. <laughs> yeah, sell, sell, sell. <laughs> but I think selling the company when Chuck expects to have it back and then like blatantly lying to him and be like, yeah, of course I'm giving it back to you when you plan on right. selling it is, is fucked up. up. Yeah. yeah. Well, she doesn't own it. So I think all the money would go to him and then he could just buy it. Yeah, but he doesn't company. want to sell the company. <laughs> He'll just start another one. She'll figure it out later. It'll come yeah. to her how she'll present it. Yeah, I guess. Well, so. now if he sells bass, he can start Chuck Industries. I like <laughs> Chuck Industries. Yeah. It's like uh, in the office when Michael Michael Scott Paper Company. Yeah. He's like, I can just keep starting. I I can just keep starting paper companies whenever one shuts down. I have so many names that we could go. <laughs> bass Industries, Chuck Industries, hey. Charles Industries, yeah. endless. <laughs> so. Uh, everyone follows Serena out except for Rufus, and Lily apologizes to Rufus, and she's like, I didn't want to hurt anyone. I thought I was helping, and Rufus is like, I don't believe you anymore, so uh, see you later. And so, Rufus, how'd you make this about you? <laughs> it's amazing. It is strange. Like, I, I, we didn't get enough motive from Rufus here other than he was pissed that Lily was doing some day drinking. Right. Like, I'm trying <laughs> to think. Obviously, you guys would know better if something were to happen the last 10 episodes between <laughs> Lily and Rufus. No, nothing. nothing. They've been good. They've been very good. Right. So. He's, a good. They've been making their... He's a house We've been plant. saying that... We Yeah, we've been saying that like Rufus has been at his best finally and like they're using Lily and Rufus perfectly where they just have their little asides about how Rufus's chili is stinky and yeah. they're, they're making us laugh. Like they've been good. Right. They've been good. Just... Underutilized in a good way. And then now he's back to his psycho face. Whenever he's mad or like being serious and not silly... The only face he knows how to make is like the murder face. Like the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looks so psychotic. What, it's terrifying. What the, what the fuck, Lil? What's going on? <laughs> You're just like you Connecticut sc- kids day drinking all day. Why are you screwing over my favorite stepson, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, so one week later, we have the non-judgmental Breakfast Club pl- plus Dan. They're all together at the Empire having a meal together. So cute. I'm so glad that Dan got the invite this time because mm. we, we never see all five of yeah, them. Yeah, what is this? Just the this five is of crazy. them seemed like a dream. <laughs> yeah, it just seemed weird, right? It, it yeah. was so weird. It's special. It comes out of nowhere. I loved it. And they're having, like, it's like a second Thanksgiving dinner for, for some reason. Like, we already had the Thanksgiving episode, but now they're having turkey. I guess it's like leftovers or something. And, again, and of course, Dan makes all the food just yes. like Chuck, just like Rufus would for exactly. all the people. Yes. And he's like, I guess I'll clean up since I did everything else, which as he, as he <laughs> should. Uh, Chuck's going to leave for New Zealand. Uh, Lily's left town. Rufus is going with her, but he needed to drive by himself to clear his head. And uh, since Lily isn't going so to help. So, right? If you're going together, then <laughs> yeah. just go together. It's ridiculous. Be mad at each other on the plane and not speak. <laughs> it's so dumb. And so uh, Serena says that since Lily isn't going to help, she's going to find the judge who signed the affidavit and fix this herself. Uh, he lives upstate. Serena wants to turn it into a road trip. She invites Dan. And uh, she just has to be back by the time school starts, which shouldn't be a problem because she's just going upstate. Like, how, how long of a road right? trip can this be? <laughs> she called I think Dean probably Ru- like one pee break long. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. She called Dean Ruther and explained that it wasn't her who dropped out of Columbia. And Dean Ruther, she's like, she wasn't happy about it because she famously hates me and doesn't want me in her school. But <laughs> Dean has had enough of her shit. And She's like, you've got to be kidding me. And like, first of all, Dean Ruther obviously should have talked to Serena first anyway before just kicking her out of the school. Honestly, I'm surprised that Dean Ruther wasn't at the Thanksgiving dinner with them all. Because <laughs> she's always at their events. She is. Oh, Dean, the Dean got invited to another party. <laughs> but, but then seriously, what was the point of getting Serena kicked out of Columbia just to never speak of it again, reinstate her two episodes later, and have it be no problem at all? Right. Uh, this is like a wrinkle in the story that didn't need to happen, but yeah. all right, she's back. Okay, and she's so, back. Great. I love when Chuck comes in with his bags and it's like, goodbye, friends. Dan, and I'll Dan. see you in the I'll see you in the year. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's good stuff. Blair tells Chuck that New Zealand is awfully close to Australia and warns him not to make a deal with the devil while he's there. Uh, so it seems like this might be how we get Jack Bass back on the show because uh, uh, a shared enemy makes for unlikely friends and uh, he wishes them a happy holidays. And uh, Nate's going to go with him to help with his bags. And Nate was about to help clean up with Dan. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's like, like, I'll oh, see uh, you out, and well, then yeah, walks out with him. Yeah, because it got weird with Serena and Dan, because she's like, come uh, on the road trip uh, with me, and uh, Blair's yeah. like, Nate's I'm right. not touching this. It's like, I'm not fucking I didn't pick up on that. I thought I'm he just wanted to ditch out on dishes. <laughs> yeah. That makes more sense. Well, maybe, but I thought they all felt awkward, and they're like, let them talk. That's well, let's get out of here. You know, yeah, that makes sense. Um Serena apologizes for springing the road trip on Dan and asks what Dan's plans were. And he's like, nothing. I was just going to, you know, hang out with you, watch some movies, get some writing done. And so Serena asks if he can come with her. And she, she like, turns the charm on, the patented Serena charm, and tells him how much fun the road trip will be. It'll be good for them. And Dan's like... <laughs> Both of our guests are so grossed it. out. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> Dan's like, I, I'd love to come, but I think this is something that you need to do on your own. And this is what gets me, where Serena's like, I've been trying so hard to prove to everyone that I've changed. And again, has she? Serena, like, never. What has what, she changed? What does this? What does this show think road trips by herself do to you? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, everyone is driving on their own, and they're gonna have life changing experiences. Right? If anything, they're making you more depressed. I feel like you're just thinking. They, you, they cure all for everything. Oh just take a road God. trip by yourself. That's so true. Like, my dad always. My dad always taught me. For every every season. I'm trying to change. Every I'm time. Really trying to change. She, Always. she says that she's changed. She's like, I just wish anyone could see it, which it's because she hasn't changed. She's if anything, right. she's regressed. She's changed back. Yeah. Like, but then she tells herself, like, I have changed. and I just don't believe myself yet. Like, what right. kind of spin is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a hell she's, of a spin. <laughs> she's the most consistent character. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. same. Is yeah, if we could just get no character development at all, that'd be great. Thank you. Yep. Thank you very much. Very and much. so, yeah, Dan's like, listen. You're. I know you're going to succeed because I know you better than anyone. Which apparently you don't. Because I think he just wanted to brag about how well he knows Serena. And like, this has been a thing that they've been talking about the past couple episodes. I think Blair's like, you don't. And he's like, yeah. I do. And she's like, no, you don't. No, and now he's saying like, he don't. does again. You don't. Yeah. Yes. Blair and knows then, uh, her better than anyone. Yeah. yeah absolutely. That, that seems accurate. This is when another, you know, great blast from the past, music-wise, starts playing. Coming home starts playing as uh, Dan kisses Serena goodbye and tells her to be safe and. I got strangely emotional. Like, this is just another nostalgia song for me. And I was, uh, fun fact about me, I was famously singing this song in Taco Bell once, and a stranger came up to me and asked me to join his church choir. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's, how, I, that's how I remember this song. Wow. I had to that's turn great. him down, unfortunately. Wow. I, did not, I did not join the, the church choir. I, I do love that this guy was uh, recruiting people for his church choir in Taco Bell. In Taco Bell, yeah. Good, good did he hear your rendition of the Taco Bell song also? No, no he'll have to go on to... Uh, Taco Bell song "Bad Bloody" on YouTube to, to, yeah. to, to see that it's one. Got a lot of views from our youth. I, I, your most viewed video, isn't it? It's definitely in the five figures. 
I mean, you really spammed the Yahoo the Yahoo Answers forums to really get people to. to <laughs> it works. And we did get free cinnamon twists. We sure nice. did. Just to, like, just to get us out of there. <laughs> just, to, just to get us out of there, yes. Um, Nate is on the phone with his dad. Uh, Howie's done some research on halfway houses. Some of them aren't too bad. And Nate's like, what about the Empire? Uh, Nate has talked to the parole board and gave him his address as the place that the captain will be staying when he gets out. So he has a home to come back to. And again, I, I truly don't even care about the captain. But this news combined with like coming home playing just like... I, a, a, a single tear did shed. I don't, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't yeah, know. What is wrong with you? I don't know. Maybe I was just like especially emotional because I, I also start crying at the next scene when like Dan and Blair are just like talking to each other. I was like, oh my God, they're friends. I can't believe I can't believe <laughs> their, friend, their friendship or possible friendship. It literally did. Because like, it's not even really friends yet. They just might be soon. I know. Right. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, to get to that, Blair asked Dan what he's still doing here. Um, why he's not living out his dream of a life on the road with Serena Vanderwoodson. And Dan's like, actually, I'll be living out my nightmare, trapped in the city with only Blair Waldorf to talk to. And they go down the list of people, but no, they've all got something to do. Dan's like, I can assure you, it's just me and you, but don't worry, I, I won't be calling. Uh, I'll be busy writing and turning Vanessa's room into an office, which, oh, thank God, Vanessa's moving out. <laughs> I hope he's not telling Vanessa that and she just comes home. and <laughs> She's like, much much like when I came home from college and my mom had turned my room into her That happened office. to me too. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. Something that like, I thought everyone. you stayed at school the whole year. Like, no, no, they <laughs> no, shut the doors. Summer mom. <laughs> yeah. No, I guess I guess we are. We're all couchers now. Yeah. We're couchers. We sleep on the couch. <laughs> uh, Dan is also going to be seeing Nanette at Film Form, which is interesting because Blair is also going to be doing that this break. And Dan looks at her skeptically and asks if she likes watching French documentaries about orangutans, which. Uh, Blair Blair's like and that's an inspiration and again I just love this scene he's Dan's like you know if we run into each other I promise not to sit next to you and the, you know they agree Dan agrees and asks her to help uh her wash dishes with him and she agrees and she says I'll wash you dry I think I'd rather dry that's just uh I think my preference yeah much but, easier yeah to dry. yeah, yeah I, mean, I guess Blair didn't know that even if it's I, not fully finished drying you could just like pretend it is they're not gonna yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. and so it dries they, eventually it dries yeah yeah they start to lightheartedly bicker with each other about the dishes, and it's very cute. And uh, Blair tells Dan to follow her lead. You're used to doing that. And they both laugh. And again, I, I don't know if I was just already crying, but I was just like, oh my God, they're friends. They're trying so hard to not be friends, and they, they're just falling And they apart. can't help it because they're both they're both like, we are the two characters that are funny and can like make each other laugh. And the only characters with charisma on the show. Their chemistry yes. is so good. It is. Great. Yeah. So good. And Brendan, do you see a friendship in their future? And if so, does that excite you? I really hope so. I, I think we've hinted at this in the past when we have like glimpses of these moments and it just never comes to fruition so this is this has to be the time where it happens it's got to be yes and if only we could have left off on that on that scene but we do have one more scene uh ben's like please tell me what's going on who's visiting me i know my mom and sister are out of town i know they went to the oil rig and then it is serena and she's just like i had to come see you and he doesn't need know what to say, and neither does she. And it's like, oh, God, what is going on here? And this is how we end the episode and the first half of the season. Uh, yeah, so Ooh, what's, yeah, what's going on with everyone? Like, this really felt like a season finale, and it kind of was. Like, like I've been saying, the second half is very different from the first half. And actually, like, the rest of the show is going to be pretty different, which I am not really? excited about. Just to, I know I've said this many times already, so it's not really a spoiler, but I famously think this is when the show gets much worse, which, yeah, you can't, can't wait to. So this is the, is this the mid-season finale? This is the mid-season finale. Okay. Um, critics were very high on this episode as well. Uh, the last last one as well. I, I enjoyed hearing them rave about this. Show. They were like, "Finally, Gossip Girl's back." This is the best episode in a long time, which I I happen to agree with. Um, Brendan, well, what's going to happen? What what what? Do you, 
what happens next in the second half of the season? I mean, with such a climactic ending to this episode, I think they're just going to throw it all away. And we're just like, I think you guys can allude to it a little bit where she's just going to start dating Ben. He's going to get out of jail and it's going to be a really boring rest of the season. And and maybe someone will die soon. I don't know. (laughs) I know you're always hoping for death. I know (laughs) there needs to be more death in the show. You're you're always lamenting that uh, we've only had one one, uh, gunshot victim in this show so far. (laughs) Poor poor Chuck. (laughs) That is true. Yeah, the the OC ruined Brendan because we got a gun in the fifth episode, and Brendan's been waiting for that. Oh yeah, <laughs> like where's all the action in Gossip Girl? Yeah, um, it, yeah, it comes later. Yeah, it's yeah. more later. Well, I, I mean, I mean sure. like we have uh, Mr. Bass's death. Yes, which was, which right. was done by Rufus. I think Rufus needs to kill another person. Yeah. I, oh, yes, I, I yes. believe that Rufus killed uh, Bart Bass. Bart. Yes. Hopefully, like we get yeah, some more. Yes, they agree. Okay. I like that. <laughs> that would make sense, right? Yeah. yeah. Give yeah. him something. God. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He killed him with his disgusting chili. <laughs> <laughs> it was food poisoning all along? Yes. <laughs> um, let's zoom through some segments here. Let's do user review of the week. Our old friend Comedy Fan is back to review this episode. And they say, well, that was an amazing twist. Really didn't expect it. It is just horrible how bad they made Lily. I thought so much of that character. And she did something awful like that. And Bass Industries, dot, dot, dot. I was just watching, thinking how much I love seeing Lily and Chuck work together. Such a great team. And now it turns out she wants to sell the company behind his back. Now she is his enemy. But I'm kind of curious to see him work together with Jack. I also want to see how Serena will get Ben out of prison. And looks like Dan and Blair are becoming buddies. All right, thank you, comedy fan, for just wrapping up that episode. Um, That's a good point. What is Serena going to do, like... Go into the jail and say he didn't rape me to get him out. Get <laughs> yeah. him out. I think that's it's I think that's clear. plan A. And <laughs> I think she's gonna like kidnap the judge to bring with her and be, and be like, listen, tell him that tell him that he's he can oh, leave jail. She's so stupid. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is gonna be like a lengthy process. Like you can't just like get someone out of prison in like a week. Right. Yeah. So next week, the episode is titled "The Kids Are Not All Right." Brendan, do you have any predictions based on the episode title? Um. I have to guess that all the uh, children in the show are not, all are right. not, not doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> good guess, good guess. Yeah. Uh, the preview says, a former associate of Chuck's dad has unfinished business. Oh, oh he'll die. Oh, right. Yes, yes. We are. Do you remember, Michelle? Yep. We'll be mm-hmm. welcoming the Thorps ne- the next Thorps. week. Oh, my so, This is a new character, I don't know. Yeah, a couple of new characters. Okay. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, and we'll, we'll get some new. The Thorps. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, sure. That's how they sound. Um, <laughs> okay, let's grade. Let's grade the episode. Brendan, you went first last week. I'll go first this week, and this is an easy A again for me. Again, best episode of a season. I've been really enjoying, and the best episode in a while. I think uh, we have Dan and Blair on a road trip. Flashbacks, twists, callbacks, good music, emotional moments, mysteries being solved. Uh, the show finally giving us these answers that we've been looking for, and then we, you know, we also have Lily's historic collapse. The the main cast. You know, the, the non-judgmental breakfast club plus Dan actually having a scene together. And then that, that cute Dan and Blair scene at the end of the episode. So and and then we, we say goodbye to the iconic Juliet Sharp, uh, which so definitely an A episode for me. Uh, Brendan, what what do you give the episode? I will actually give this an A, too. I, I feel like this is a classic episode and it feels like it had a season finale. And kind of knowing from what you guys are all saying that this is the last time it'll be this good. Um, I just want to give it a farewell A. Because it might be the last very one I ever good. give. Yeah. <laughs> so long. <laughs> it, it just, it it's just may, it just yeah. may be. It just may all right, be. So for all time's sake. Another A. Um, list, Michelle, who wants to go next? A. A plus plus. All right, all right. A plus plus. <laughs> yeah, A. 
for A's all around. sure. Right, we are all in agreement. We are going to give it A's around the board. Uh, let's get into the MVP. Um, I, I think it, it's the, the mystery gang of Blair, Dan, and Damien are like the clear winners of this episode, so I'm going to give it to one of them. And uh, of the three, Blair is obviously my favorite of them and I think provides the most less in the episode. And she has the cute scene with Dan at the end, so I, I will give my MVP to Blair. Uh, Brendan, who's your MVP? I mean, it's a copy, but I haven't enjoyed Blair this much in a long time. She's This is the version of Blair I like the most. She never annoys me. She's hilarious the whole time. I'm glad she finally gets an episode away from Chuck because I've been annoyed by her and Chuck a lot lately because it's just more of the same always. And this is so different. We don't get this ever. Yeah. And I, I want, I, I'd much rather her talk to Dan than Chuck. And she slams Dan constantly, and I, I love that from her. It's, it's always the best. Always. Ditto. Ditto, ditto, ditto. Yeah, yeah Blair is so also my All right. And, oh to, my God. and to piggyback also- off of that, how good is Lily and Chuck together? Because yes. I much yeah. enjoy them over Chuck and Blair. So yeah. Lily I and Chuck together. <laughs> yeah, Dan I know and Blair they're, they're sweet. Yeah. That's why it, it is kind of sad that things end up the way they did I with know. Chuck. Because I think back, it goes back and forth with, with Chuck and Lily, where sometimes he's like, oh, she's like he's like, he wants to be angsty, like the, her angsty little son, and then sometimes yeah. they like love each other so much. And now she yeah. ruined his trust a little bit. Uh, and, I, and I hope they work it back because I, I think he does need her. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. always so. loved that dynamic. Yeah, the, the Lily and Chuck dynamic has been one so of my favorites good. on the show. Um, so, wow. That is a uh, – we're, we're all a in the hand-holding person. club again. It is a queen – a four-person queen Ooh. suite for Blair. <laughs> Very excited. Uh, Blair getting some much-deserved MVP points there. Um, and then LVP – Lily is so lucky. I, I remembered this episode for being like so historically bad for Lily and going into it, I was like, oh, she's going to be the LVP. But stupid Ben Donovan is painted as a good guy all episode when he actually sucks. And I can't stand for that. He he has a weird, creepy relationship with his teenage student and it still seems like he's weirdly obsessed with her. So uh, congrats to Lily because Ben is actually going to get my LVP for this one. Uh, Brendan, who's wow. your LVP? Um, you know, it, it would never go to Lily for me. You know that, me that much. But uh, I, I couldn't really figure it out either until I just realized that we learned today that Damien Dalgard was a, once a loser in Cell. <laughs> so we we thought he was a cool guy for so long now, and now we, it's revealed that he is, in fact, a nerd. So LVP <laughs> for you. We have no room on the show for nerds. So <laughs> no. Uh, Liz, who's, who's your LVP of the episode? I, I think I'm going to also have to give it to Ben. I really, I, like I almost it. gave it to Serena, but I'm like, what is yeah, that about Serena? It's just, yeah. when she's I just annoying. Serena, she's just so just, annoying. Exactly. Just my, my body started getting hot. My blood started boiling. And I was like, oh, Serena, I forgot yeah. what it's like to watch it's nothing you. New. So I guess I have to give it to Ben solely because of all of the inappropriate yes. behavior and really just not owning up to the fact that he does want to bang his 15 year old student yeah oh my god yeah i bet they're driving upstate and he saw a pothole and he steered right into it right you never know he did the classic stop short trick (laughs) yeah (laughs) good trick michelle who's your lvp for the episode uh as much as i want to give it to rufus because he just (laughs) irked me in this episode i'm giving it to ben all right okay he gave me the ick so good for lily escaping with not a single lvp Ah. in the episode just just her luck that there were happened to be worse people in this episode that she could she could make it out unscathed brendan you had this planned all along all along (laughs) i've had had a plan for three and a half years it's not like it came out of thin air right like she didn't make this up she Mm -hmm. someone people witnessed it it's true it's true um so that is our segments except of course for everyone's favorite lonely boys theater 
You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theatre. And we have a nice lengthy four-person scene. Uh, Lily, Serena, Chuck, Rufus. It's when everything's all crumbling down for Lily. Uh, Brendan, you... Someone said they wanted to be Rufus, right? Was yeah, I want to be Rufus, yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. I want to be I... Lunatech Rufus. <laughs> um, I will pull up my script, and here it is. It starts with, I apologize, Charles. It does. It does. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, listen, Michelle, you, you're, you're the guest. Who of the remaining would you guys like to be? And I, I'll take whoever remains. Well, do you want to be the females, Michelle? I guess, Lily and Serena? Sure. All or right. I'll be... Be, I'll be Chuck, then. I'll be Lily. Okay, so I'll be starting. Okay. Okay. All right. This so whenever you guys are ready, if you have your scripts in front of you, it starts it starts with Lily. Yes. Okay. I apologize, Charles. It seems that my biological children don't understand that when business is at stake, you need to leave your dirty laundry in the hamper. Is that what Ben Donovan was to you? Dirty laundry? Who's Ben Donovan? <laughs> that was a really good impression. I know that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we're on video so I could do my my psycho eyes. <laughs> He was my boarding school teacher. Mom falsely accused him of statutory rape, so now he's serving time for a crime he didn't commit. Is that what the Ostroff Center calls treatment these days? Public scenes and false accusations? Julia is Ben's sister. She told me everything, so please, no more lying. What happened? You wanted to come home, and I wanted you here. But when Constance saw your records from Nightly, they wouldn't take you back. And it was the same with all the decent schools, and I was worried about your future, so I went to Nightly and talked to the administration. Of course you did. Well, when I was on campus, there were some girls gossiping about you. They said that you spent the night at a bed and breakfast with one of your teachers. That was just gossip. Well, it was gossip I could use to our advantage. I expressed my concern to the school that one of your teachers was having an inappropriate relationship with my underage daughter. So you sent Ben to prison so that I could go to Constance? Well, no, of course not. But after I left the school, alerted the authorities, and then I didn't know what I had to set in motion until I was contacted by the DA, and by then it was too late. What? To tell the truth? So you could just destroy a man's life? All that you can keep up appear? Sorry, damn it. So you could just destroy <laughs> a man's life? Also that you could keep up appearances? No, I, I did Serena's this very for emotional you. Right now. <laughs> For your future. (laughs) Look, it's not like Mr. Donovan was guilt-free. He shouldn't have been having an affair with a student. But he didn't do anything. Nothing ever happened. Serena, you don't have to protect him. I'm not protecting him. He never touched me, Mom. You sent an innocent man to prison. (laughs) The hair. Don't forget the hair. This is true. Look, everyone here has crossed the line to protect someone they care about. Sometimes there's collateral damage. It's not so easy when you're the collateral damage. What? Maybe it's time to put everything on the table. Lily, do you have something you need to tell Chuck? <laughs> well, if there was something I wanted to tell Charles, I would have told him. Lily's selling best industries. It's all <laughs> It's all very complicated. I have to talk to the board first. Thank you, Rufus. I've always said that you've been my most trusted confidant and closest friend. <laughs> Lily, I trusted you with my father's company. I want it back immediately. Do you really think that the board would allow me to give you the company to someone who just disappeared for three months? Your instability is the reason that I ended up in charge in the first place. I won't let you do this, Lily. Rufus, let's get out of here. <laughs> Serena, I'm okay, so I'm sorry. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> Rufus, what's that chili recipe that you were talking about? The other day? It's all cumin. I think I, think I, det- I, think I detected some cumin. 
it's just it's just dog meat and cumin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> what a scene! Uh. <laughs> what, a, what a scene! I, I'm sure everyone remembers that classic. That classic oh yeah, scene. the rec- recipe reveal. <laughs> the, re- yeah, the big recipe reveal. Um, so that's that's all that we have, except of course wow. for also, some... incredible job acting. That was the longest one we've yeah, ever done. No, yeah, and was, I didn't realize it was all you guys, and you guys absolutely crushed. I would have stumbled over my words constantly. You guys were like you give great inflection on all the right parts. Way to go! Thank Wait you. till you Very edit it. Because I definitely stumbled yeah. over my words. No editing. Yes. No editing. Yeah. yeah, Brendan, you're gonna have to like play the theme song like five times in the beginning of the episode. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> when you play it, when you play Damn, it, I hate that when you have to cut and paste the freaking yeah. music together. Yep. yep. <laughs> Make you know a loop, it. make a loop. The See? loop. Uh. This is yeah. why this is why I don't edit anything. <laughs> that's all, Brendan. <laughs> um, so that's all of our segments. We uh, just have time, of course, for some plugs. But before we get to that, Liz and Michelle, thank you again so much. Thank we you had so much. so much fun the first time you were on. It was no different this time. Uh, always a great time. Uh, I, I always love guesting on your podcast as well. And if you would like to plug that and anything else, uh, please, please plug away. Thanks, we guys. We love having you. This is so fun. Yeah, Matt, you're coming for season five. So yeah. excited. Oh, baby. Brenda, do you watch I was so happy that I, I had an episode in mind. Or? I have not watched it. You have not? Okay. You, you only do guests I have seen, I'm guessing. Well, hey, we no. can change it up. I, I mean, mean oh, okay. Oh. That would be He's going to jump into season five. We had Michelle's husband on an episode of Gossip Girl. He never watched any yeah. of the show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe it'll spark my interest in the show. I've, I've heard good things. Although, Brendan, it's very good. I think it would be even funnier if you came for Pretty Little Liars because that yes, show's a I shit agree. show. Also, okay, sure. I haven't seen it that either. Yeah, I, I know show. there's a character named A or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I actually, right. I actually just brought up your podcast at work today. I was talking about it because, uh, and apparently, my coworkers all love One Tree Hill and Friday Night Lights. I was like, oh, I have the perfect podcast for you. Thank you, you thank go. you. Bring them our way. Well, thank you. Yeah, so we're trucking along on Friday Night Lights. We are recording. We're back tomorrow, actually. Well, on yeah. Thursday, yeah. Uh, but talking Texas forever if you're into Friday Night Lights. And then We Are Liars comes back in October, season two of Pretty Little Liars. Season two, baby. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. That okay. is exciting. When I the, the day I finally get into Pretty Little Liars, I will I will be listening to that. It's to a that journey podcast. you have to mentally and physically prepare yourself for. I'll just tell you that. I know it's it's a commitment too. There's it's like what seven seven seasons it's, of it. Really? Exactly. I had seven no idea it yeah. went that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Brendan, what are you plugging? Well, you can look out for my appearance on Talking Texas Forever and We Are Liars <laughs> coming out soon to a podcast near you. Uh, otherwise, you can listen to more of. That famous Blitzball Boys podcast I've been doing on the side. Um, no one here is going to care about that, but I'll plug it anyway. That's all, also <laughs> no, on all the. You get so uh, dejected whenever you plug that. I don't even know why I say it. It's just like what it was. It what I was Blitz the Blitz. Blitzball. It's it's like a so the, this me, the sports media content creators they they have like a football tournament on YouTube, and I do recaps of their games. So oh. it's like the nichest of niche things you could ever do. <laughs> Very niche. Cool. Very niche. But the the, the like owner of the company came out and talked to us. So it was, that was pretty cool. That is very cool. nice of him. Congrats. That was nice. Thanks. See, maybe I shouldn't get so dejected. Um, <laughs> uh, you can also listen to our sister podcast, The Sandy Boys. That's over on patreon.com slash the hoppy boys pod, where you can find all of our OC coverage for just three measly dollars a month. You just throw cash at us and we'll give you great content. That's our guarantee. That's the guarantee. That's the guarantee. Um, and the Hoppy Boys is, is coming out with new episodes soon. So look out for. James Dietz of Hydro Fam. If you ha- anyone has a Hydro out there, it's kind of like the Peloton for rowing. This is the the third Hydro instructor we've talked to. I don't know we, why we like talking to you love those athletic hydro, instructors so much, but they're they're a fun gang, and he, he was very excited to talk uh, 
We talked tequila drinks with, with James Dees, and he was Ooh, a lot of fun yeah. to talk to. So yeah. does this mean Charles month is finally over? Uh, we're still in talks with Charles Kurz. <laughs> we're trying to figure <laughs> out his, his schedule. <laughs> so Charles month is technically still <laughs> That going sounds on. like Charles. That sounds like the Charles I know. <laughs> he said he's finally done traveling, uh, which I don't believe at all. So we'll <laughs> 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 he'll, he'll be on eventually. Uh, I've right. had I've had the beers for his podcast in my fridge for a month now, and they're like uh-huh. really big bottles, and they're taking up so much room. I have a small fridge, <laughs> so if you could please get on the show any day now, Charles, this is a plea for you. To <laughs> help out my fridge situation please a lot. Come on the show. <laughs> oh, oh my god! As for me, this episode is coming out June 9th I think. So at that point, Brendan, do you know? Do you know what will be released on the Netflix? Uh, season four of Never Have I Ever. No That's way. right. The final season. Whoa. Everyone should be watching. I'm That's so very excited. exciting. Um, besides that, what? If, oh, I started. I finally started The Bear just in time for uh, okay. for season two good. to come. That first two episodes were great. I'm very excited to keep watching. Okay. I saw The Little Mermaid last night. That was wow. great. Okay. How was it? I I like. I mean, it would definitely was a little long, as people have been saying. Really? Um, How long? Yeah, it's two hours fifteen minutes. Oh. What the uh, hell for a Disney? I will, no I will say. I will nope. say I did take a little fifteen minute nap in the middle of it, but it was, <laughs> it was uh, good. It was, it was good. It was good. That's I think, sad. I think I, knowing that I knew the story of Little Mermaid, so I, I was dozing off a little bit, and I was like, I don't think I'm going to miss much at, at this point if I close my eyes for a little bit, and then I'll be then I'll be good for the for the end of it. And I think that was a good strategy. I really I really did like it. I was, <laughs> you set an alarm for yourself that went off in the middle of the theater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was it was a it was a good time. Um, I I enjoyed it. I I big Little Mermaid guy, so I I would recommend it for mm. for anyone who wants to see it. I like that um, idea as a sequel, Big Little Mermaid. Big, <laughs> big, big Little Mermaid. Big Little Mermaid. <laughs> she's bigger, but she's still little. <laughs> God, do I, do I have anything else? Have I been on any podcast recently? I don't think so. I've been <laughs> I've been too busy for that. Um, yeah. so. That's it, I guess. You can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at Ruppy Puppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hoppy Boys, at The Hoppy Boys Pod. Um, do you guys have any Twitters that you want to plug? You can actually follow Movie Friends if you guys are into oh, uh, yes, please do. movie podcasts, Movie Friends. I think that's our Twitter name. I don't run it. Yeah. Listen, search, search movie friends on Twitter yeah, and I'm sure, yeah, it, I'm sure yeah, it'll come up. It's very active. It's very active over there. Great. And then I just retweet, so... Perfect. It's pointless to follow <laughs> me, but Total Betty Podcast <laughs> Network on Instagram and everywhere else. Yes. Perfect. So follow Very all good. of those accounts, and then in the meantime, you can all come back next week where we will be starting the new era of of Gossip Girl. We of course will have another great guest, and we'll be breaking down season four, episode twelve. The kids are not all right, but until then, you know you love us. XOXO, Lonely Boys. Bye bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.